You know it's Thanksgiving in Canada today? I did hear that, but what what does that mean? Like I don't know, we, we have it earlier in October. Hey, what's going on guys? Welcome back to another Nerd Theory podcast. Uh with Josh from the Den of Nerds, uh who you guys all love nowadays, which is great. Um we got some stuff to talk about today, some fun stuff, some interesting stuff, theories, possible leaks, rumors, this and that. So Josh, what's going on, man? How was your weekend? Weekend was good, man. Uh, my best friend got married. That was awesome. So I got to see a lot of my favorite people in the world. Uh, didn't stream it all this weekend, so just kind of chilled and uh, unplugged. Uh, and we're getting ever closer to The Mandalorian. So yeah, man, uh, I'm I'm excited. I'm very, very excited. I am pretty much halfway through Rebels. Nice. It's amazing. It's an amazing show. Uh, the yeah. first season was a grind for me because I was just like, mm. Mm. but then the final episode of the first season, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then now we're in season two, and uh, dude, it is beautiful. It is really, yeah. really nice so far, so I'm really excited to keep going. I'm probably going to binge the crap out of it tonight. And um, yeah, so. Now, you made it to the finale of season two yet? No, no, not there. I'm on, I'm okay. on only no episode spoilers. five. Yeah. No spoilers, but it's one of my like, favorite moments in star wars yeah it's incredible. I, I never yeah. gave it time because uh it's just the first season for me was i was like okay it's just you know about yeah i don't know i was an idiot so but well they were also finding their footing with the show in season one too like you could kind of tell like they were you know ironing absolutely. it out yeah yeah i remember starting this for the first season and i was like okay it's it's nice but it's just slow for me and uh you know maybe i'll watch it later and then i just never did later became never um yeah. Yeah, everyone in the chat much respect to rebels Yep, I should have should have watched it. Um, okay, so today you have an interesting theory regarding the Mandalorian season two, Palpatine and the Dark Saber, Moff Gideon, yep. um, and some new uh, teases from the future Ezra. Yes, right. yes, yes, yes. So we can start. We can start with that. Our boy Rahul, okay. uh, teasing once again. Let me let me. Yeah, and at this point, like, it's kind of, and I was joking with people where I was like, man, if this guy is not Ezra, at this point, he's just kind of being, uh, like, a troll or, like, kind of a buttle. But I, I think it's so obvious that not only is he Ezra, but he's really excited about it. Mm -hmm. And that's awesome to me. And, you know, like, the truth is, Disney is very, very hush-hush about everything that's happening. And oh, yeah. There's... So how can we really blame him for, you know, really wanting to get out there and spread the word? I don't I don't I dude, I, I'm starting to like this guy more and more as I see his posts because he's just like he's pushing it. So either he's not Ezra and he's really enjoying the uh, the publicity that's coming with it or yeah. he's just a masterful troll and really good at what he's doing. So here's a picture um, from him where he captions, I'm currently alone filming a new show and couldn't celebrate the release of Bly Manor with my friends, family, or the Bly cast, so I've created myself, I've treated myself to one can of Coke. Thank you all so much for watching. Your tweets have made me smile. Cheers. And then just sneakily in the background, it's just Ezra Bridger as he's watching Rebels. It's just, mm -hmm. he is very, mm -hmm. very good at, and, and, oh, I didn't even notice, Lucasfilm LTD on his shirt. Yep. Come on, yep. Yeah, it's crazy. He's Ezra. Uh, he's yeah, Ezra. I mean, that's it. Like, there's no, he's, he's there's gotta, no hiding it. Yeah, he's got to be, and I think it's going to be so cool that that he's Ezra. Just, it, it, it seems like we're, you know, we're going into this new era, and and I know, you know, one of the things that was um, kind of unfortunate about the last couple of years is I do feel like the actors 
were treated unfairly by Disney and by the fans a little bit, but it was sort of this this tough situation. And this, hopefully, Ezra um, and Rahul sort of represents this new blood, this new class, if you will, this yeah. sort of new you know group of people that are going to be Lucasfilm live action. And, and he even made the post... You know, the first day we talked about this, he even made that post that was really positive on Star Wars fans, mm -hmm. you know, while also acknowledging that, yeah, we're a bunch of crazies for real. So not all of us. Uh, but yeah, there's yeah, eh, I'd say most of us, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would. Yeah, yeah. I'd count myself among the crazies yeah, for sure. Sure. But, um, yeah, I mean, that one, that's pretty shout cool. Out, but... Shout out to Rahul. I know you were watching the last stream. Uh, bro, why not falling back? Why do you why is there no love? Come on. Yeah. Where's the love? Where's the love on the follows? Rahul. Although I guess if he did that, wouldn't that be sort of like a confirmation at this point? Then he'd be probably getting in trouble. Hey, he that. follows Star Wars Explained. Well, did they do a stream talking about him being Ezra? Though you I, know don't know, I, mean? so maybe, I don't know, bro. Yeah. I don't know. Where's the love, baby? Um, okay. Love? Next news we got going on is something you sent on Reddit. Yes. So there's a new spot out there for the trailer. Now, what's really funny about this is some dude on Reddit like three days ago said. He, he, he like made this post and he was like, I swear to God, I saw this new uh, Mandalorian trailer with new footage. And everybody on Reddit was like, liar, liar, because yeah, yeah. like nobody could find it anywhere. Well, this has finally been released on uh, uh, social media. There's not a lot of new stuff to it, but there is an interesting shot in which some people believe the canister. We, we sort of talked about the canister. I think it was last We did, week. yeah, the, the, the baby. With the, with yeah, the Yoda, little, yeah. yeah, this little baby Yoda toy with the canister, and we don't really know what's going on with that. Well, it looks like this was something that was in the original trailer when they're in the seaport, uh, probably on Mon Cala. Mm -hmm. And so we see in the new trailer that it appears as though Din Djarin himself has slung over his shoulder one of those very egg containers. So while we have no idea what this actually is going to mean for the show... Uh, it is kind of a cool little hint that something is going on with these eggs and uh, and the baby and uh, maybe presumably the 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 myth or the what are they called the those blue guys the blue guys yeah because it's not the um, oh, blue guys it's the dude in the very first episode of Mando when he has that bounty whatever mm -hmm. uh, species that dude is oh, here we go uh, chat I lost chat for a little bit. There was a, a lag. Are we good? We rolling? Maybe it's just on my end. I, I'll check. I think we're good though. All right, cool. Okay, sorry. Um, yeah, that's uh, so yeah, so that's just a little thing. Nothing too crazy there. Um, but it is something that people are talking about. Uh, the mithril. That's the that's the species. The okay. mithril. Those little blue fish people. Right. The guy so. who he captured in the beginning. Correct. Correct. Yes. And, uh, you know, who knows? There could be a, uh, a tie there because technically he was supposed to take him to Moncala in that uh, in that episode as well. So who knows? Maybe that will. Um, uh, yeah, I'm pretty out. sure they're on Moncala. But as for those eggs, maybe they're baby Yodas. Well, they could be baby Yodas. That would be pretty crazy. And yeah. uh, I would love to see like an army or like a family of little baby Yodas. Um, I bet they're probably some young that he's going to get wrapped into helping or something. You know what I mean? Well, like something I, I say like that because he's a, fr he's a frog-looking creature. So, I mean, mm -hmm. he's obviously reptilian of nature, and, well, he's coming from an egg, I suppose. Sure. So, sure. 
Well, my theory, and we'll talk about this when we get into the Gideon stuff, is that uh, this baby uh, is a clone. Um, yeah. And so in that case, like, I don't think he probably came out of an egg. But that doesn't mean those couldn't be little baby Yodas. So yeah, I could. Yeah. And, and he was born around the same time as Anakin Skywalker was. Yes, exactly. So which is pretty interesting. right? It is weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something that I would have liked to have seen or gotten more backstory on was in episode two. Yoda says that he's going to go to this cloning facility. He tells Mace Windu that. What the heck happened there? Yeah, like that's they, a very yeah, that's a great point. Take a seat, what? Master Yoda, and just like pluck a little hair. Oh, a hundred percent. Well, I think you actually had talked about this um, around the time of the first season, and there's obviously that patch right on the Doctor Pershing's yeah. arm, yep. and that's a Camino patch. And so, you know, this is you know part of the confusion as to what is going on with this process. But that yeah. actually kind of takes me into my theory. So. Uh, I'll just kind of talk about some of these things uh, that happen. Mm. And I wanted to bring up a couple of different things that Giancarlo Esposito has said in interviews in the past six to nine months. Okay. So He's there was leaked a lot of stuff, man. He has. He has done way more than yeah. Lucasfilm, which kind of reminds you of another person that we just talked about, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, he spoke to Entertainment Weekly, and this article is from a couple of months ago. And he was asked about uh, hints to come in uh, season two. And he said this. He said, having the saber means I could use it and do my own dirty work. That I'm a fighter. I'm a warrior. That's part of me. It also creates the possibility that he is one of the ones. You know, he possibly has that. To me, this is interesting because is he really that fallen hero? Is he a descendant of Darth Vader? Who is he? What does he want? He knows all about everything, and you will have to wait to find out. He's actually pretty good with the Darksaber. Okay, so that's pretty uh, crazy in and of itself, right? Okay, so seeing that that quote, uh, it doesn't seem like he's talking about the wills as the ones. It seems like he's talking about being a Force user. Correct. To me. Correct. Yes, I agree with that. I agree with that. Now, here's something else that he added, uh, and I believe this was around the same time. Let me double check. This was from July. So, yeah, around the same time. Okay. So uh, he says here, you'll see more of the Darksaber. You're getting, you'll get the explanation of this ancient weapon to the modern world, a collapsed world, Esposito said. Where did this saber come from and how was it revived? It's a key in our second season, which will be back sooner than later. He goes on to say, the saber is a key to Moff Gideon's past, which possibly has a lot to do with where he comes from and his desire to build a planet and bring it back together. So to me, that is like that's like some crazy talk. Like leaked a whole bunch of stuff. So he's basically a descendant of Tar Vizla and he wants to bring Mandalore back to what it used to be 100 percent. so that's exactly where my brain went to i was like okay so the fact that he mentions the planet and bringing it back together clearly means this must be a connection to tar Vizsla. so what i think is happening and this is how i think this is all going to tie together is that i think that gideon was possibly a secret apprentice of palpatine's he was someone that comes from the line of Vizsla. He was somebody that had, like, he might actually be ancient Mandalorian. You know, he might actually have ancient Mandalorian in his blood. And I think. That's what it sounds like, yeah. Right. So I think what Palpatine was doing 
was because we don't actually know a lot like in rebels there's a lot of like mandalorian stuff that that's touched on but for the most part in like the canon of the original trilogy like mandalore does not play a big role like we never really hear about mandalore we never really see them represented in any battle right so my thing was what if He's keeping this apprentice because I think um, clearly Gideon is associated with the ISB. So the internal or the Imperial Security Bureau, which, you know, is touched on with Cal Kestis and his story, you know, and and they're the um, with all the inquisitors. Right. Right. So I think he's going to have that kind of a connection. But he's also a mob. I'm like Harry Potter. Yeah, I have my dark saber. But uh, you have one. Yeah, dude, I got a dark saber. It's sweet. I'll, I'll grab it in a second. Okay. Uh, but uh, so I think what was what because he's also a moth. That clearly means that like just like Dooku, Palpatine values people that not only have uh, power in the sense of the Force, but they have power in the sense of their family name, their bloodline, like how they are uh, powerful on a particular world or system. Right. This is all stuff that's very important to him because yeah. he's a politician. He understands this world. Yeah. So I think Moff is a known descendant of Vizsla that was brought in at a very early age, much like on in the book, um, in the Aftermath series, there's that that character that everybody thought Snoke was for a long, long time. I forget his name, um, but essentially oh, Gallius Rex. Yes, Gallius. Yeah. So it's essentially that similar thing where like you see Gallius as a boy, like mm-hmm. see Sheev come to that planet and, ja- and Jakku and he's like, what the shit? And then like <laughs> he's sort of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah gets taken in by all that i would say palpatine likely recruited gideon at a very early age and had mandalore because mandalore was imperially occupied for like the whole war and i think what happened was there was a lot of imperial stuff going down on mandalore which was probably why it was kept out of the focus you know as this is kind of a retcon idea but you could play around with the idea that it was kept out of the focus because palpatine's contingency plan was in part going down with that and when i think it comes to the baby i think the baby is a clone but if we know anything about force clones after the rise of skywalker it's that they're very difficult to pull off which is something that was true in the eu as well right it was very hard so that's probably why gideon says you you think you know what you have but you don't you know what i mean And, and so i think the baby is connected to palpatine's uh palpatine's contingency plan and maybe even Camino and Mandalore are like secret havens of the Imperial remnants. Because remember, Camino is not in the uh, Republic record. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows that place exists. Yeah. So maybe that place in Mandalore sort of are this last pocket or this vestige of uh, Imperial remnants that are trying to enact Palpatine's plan. Yeah. Which is because. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. They've said there could be a connection to the sequel trilogy. So I agree. That's kind of the the theory, basically. To connect it even further, so I always thought that okay, Baby Yoda is obviously just another vessel for Palpatine to transfer into. Blah blah blah. He loves that he can 
be super old and this and that and, and can hold the force power abilities. That's a great point because Yoda's species can live so much longer than a human species. That's, yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> and he knows that that species is capable of holding the force to that level. It won't just deteriorate or whatever. You know, it shoots lightning. It's not going to freaking burst into flames. Yeah. Also, I forgot where this was written, but Snoke apparently had a, another apprentice next to Kylo. Yes. But we never get him. to know anything about this guy. Or we girl. never know anything about that. But yes, that was established in the last Jedi novelization. Right. I, I believe, yeah. Yeah. There, there was a preface of, of Maybe something. Maybe it was The Force Awakens, actually. There was a, there was, there was a, uh, like a... Yeah, it was a preface of some book I remember reading, and it was like these like thin columns of text, and it was like Snoke's former had another apprentice or something, and we never hear about this guy. Mm. Do you think it could be Moff? It, dude, that would be incredible. But does that work in the It'd timing? Be old. Yeah, Moff would be. Uh, like, I think this is what this. I think this is what it is. I think Moff is going to get taken out by, well, basically probably Luke? by Bo-Katan. No, I don't think Luke's going to have anything to do with this. He Luke's won't be in the Mando. I don't think so. I mean, where is he? Where 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 are the trio at this time? Look, I agree that that's uh, that is ripe for the picking. But I think the strategy for Lucasfilm is to maybe like, if they do that, it's going to be like a little thing. Differentiate. Like well, just because they want to distance, out of it. they're yeah. trying to distance from the sequel trilogy. You know what I mean? The last thing they want mm. is. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing, and people be like, "Oh, you did it so great here. Why can't you do?" I this? disagree. You know? They could. Well, well. Well, they could make it right, though. They could change could. things around by really, you know, giving us what was supposed to happen. I mean, in in yeah. my mind, in your mind, a lot of fans' minds, in Mark Hamill's mind, um, yeah. and so many people at Lucasfilm who have that same continuity of George Lucas's story, they could do that in The Mandalorian season three, four, five, whatever. That's true. That's true. They could absolutely do it. Um, and and they might. I mean, we don't know for sure, but my gut tells me what they're what they're trying to do is create sort of another big story that that was happening that basically most of the galaxy knew nothing about so essentially maybe even the reason that palpatine's contingency was so like well hidden and nobody really knew about it was because maybe like the mandalorian the crew of the ghost and uh, ahsoka and some of these other characters help squash that plan from coming to fruition you know so yeah. and then you know it's possible that baby Yoda, I, I thought about this as kind of a, a weird tangent idea, but do you think it's possible that the baby could be another force birth? Because in Plagueis, in the novel, oh. there's this idea that like they were messing around and then the force pushed back yeah. to create Anakin. It, they didn't actually create Anakin, but the force sort of did, I pushing I back. I don't think they're going to do that because then you're going to have two. Yeah. Anakin was just like, how many more are we going to make? Sure, that's a good point. Yeah, so just to keep the one, the, the thing. What if Baby Yoda is not a clone and they're trying to clone him? Could be. It certainly could be. But then they're extracting material from him. That's the thing that's weird. So maybe, yeah, they could be extracting the material to try to clone him, maybe. But the thing is, that doesn't make the only thing that doesn't make sense about that is that Gideon really wants the child. Like, he really wants the child. He was going, he literally killed uh, his own men to get it, you know, to try to make a point. I'm trying to think here. It's like, what is so great about this kid? So it's the only thing I think of is that is that the emperor wants to use him 
maybe for tissue to because in in the episode nine book they were splicing genes they were doing this and that to create mm-hmm. snoke so snoke wasn't even apparently a species of his own thing he was just some lab created mutation yeah i just read about that he's actually made on exabal apparently yeah so it's like maybe baby yoda's material is what ends up making snoke you know how would you uh how would you feel about that? Yeah, maybe. But then also what, what confuses me that I was like running off this for two years with the Last Jedi uh, visual dictionary was Snoke's ring is inscribed with the Dwarty. Yeah. And mm-hmm. which if you guys don't know, the Dwarty were those golden statues in Revenge of the Sith in Palpatine's office, which he got from Plagueis. Um, they're very ancient beings. And yeah, there the, were four philosophers that helped create the modern what we know of as the Republic, apparently. Right. And so yeah. the the ring, that the that was what the gold was made out of and inscribed on, and then the ring itself was black obsidian from below Vader's castle. Yes. So it's like... Why? Yeah. 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 So it could have just been just some cool shit that they wanted to do, right? But it could be that... Because uh, the Duarte are seen again in Episode Nine. Those When Kylo is on Exegol mm-hmm. and he's coming down, a lot of people thought those were Sith statues. Those are the Duarte. So they apparently have some significance to the Sith that they're uh, a big enough deal to be... I didn't even think of that. You might be right, dude. I'm pretty sure that's some... I'm pretty sure I've seen that somewhere where they were like, yeah, that's the Doherty. So maybe the Doherty were like secret Sith, you know, which is kind of implied. I mean, otherwise, why would Plagueis... Isn't there at least one of them that they thought was Sith or something? I'm trying to find pictures here. I thought they were Sith. Yeah, it could have been Sistros and... I don't know. Is this a picture here? No. I can't, I, I can't find it, but um, that's we actually a really good theory. Later, but I, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, so, I mean, I think, and again, because I think they are going to tie the High Republic to this, is that I think they are going to show that sort of the Sith always had an influence on what was going on in the Republic. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, Big which would be cool. Big Blender Bottle, by the way. Dude, that, that looks nice. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Um, what? But yeah, that's, uh, that's basically the theory, my, my man, like, uh, what would you, I mean, I personally, if they do something like that, I will freak out because I think that is fantastic. I think we're going to ever get a, a touch on what George Lucas wanted for the sequels with the, the midichlorians and the wills or no, it's dead. Well, I don't know. I mean, with George at the helm or sorry, with uh, Dave at the helm, you never really know because there's certainly the ability for him to work that in Mm -hmm. um it would really depend the one thing i always go back to with the wills is that there was a rumor the pretty substantiated rumor that there's going to be these sith gods in the high republic at one point and so the high republic's going to deal with these like sith gods and if they're like sith gods like of course there would be i mean there's the mortis gods that's already been you know pretty established sure so there's pro I mean the wills are just kind of a leap away from that. So and especially I think the best shot at the wills actually being incorporated does have to do with Ahsoka mm-hmm. because I think she's kind of beyond Jedi at this point. You know what I mean? She's like a Gandalf like character. She is. She's like Gandalf the White at this point. Um Yeah, so but she could but, be but, the envy. but I I feel like I feel like she's above Luke Skywalker cuz she in my opinion knows more. She's yeah. trained with the greats, the originals, with you know Anakin and Obi Wan and Yoda. She was around the Jedi Council. 
Um, she would know more than Luke Skywalker. She's seen more. Yeah. If she's more powerful, I don't think so. But I think well, she could be a mentor too. Yeah, well, I would love to see them interact because I think, especially at that time, Luke is really at one with the Force, like yeah. you know, in a ridiculous way that like she would have to sense. But like, you know, she... you know what? Actually, they they could do, which would I just thought of that that would really bug me is if they try to cater his character towards building up to the Last Jedi. Right. Yeah, that's very possible. So that it all makes sense. That's right. I wouldn't want which that. is. That's part of the reason why I think they might stay away from it, to be honest with you. is because, like, in order for it to canonically make sense, like, depending on the timing, they would have to start to turn him that way. Now, I, from my understanding, Luke didn't want... Luke was really not interested in rebuilding the Jedi at all, and he was just, like, going around being Indiana Jones. And at one point, when Ben is born, he decides to rebuild the Jedi specifically for Ben. He was not going to rebuild the Jedi until Ben came along, from, from what I understand. This is new canon? canon? Yeah, this is new canon. Yeah. Mm, yeah, and I forget where this right the speaks. finding of the the Sith artifacts and stuff throughout. Yeah, the yeah, he's and... just being Indiana Jones, like he's just looking for stuff and trying to understand the mystery, which it's is cool where show. he ends up. Yeah, it would be dope, dude. It'd be incredible, and he actually does run into Snoke, right? At one point, it's in the comics. I yeah, think, he beats where... him up. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So uh, he was he was doing his thing, and and Snoke actually has a interesting chapter in uh, the Last Jedi novelization where he remembers his time meeting Skywalker and stuff. It's pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, they, if they're going to do the wills, I think that Ahsoka is the best way to get there, especially because it's possible that if they do the Filoni verse and it becomes this thing, then if there's a big force invading, like the Grisk that replaces the Vong, that would be a threat to the cosmic force itself, which could make the wills maybe like step up or do something else. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. force priestesses did Yoda. So, yeah. uh, that would be cool. I'd be into that. Could play with that idea. How would it all connect with the Obi Wan show? You think? You think we're going to see some stuff that's like a multiverse? I don't think they're going to go multiverse, but I think they are going to get pretty tight with the canon. Sorry, so no, I, mul not not multiverse. Uh, cinematic universe. Yes, yes, that I think they'll do. But I think Obi Wan, they're they're really interested in going back and showing Clone Wars stuff, and like that show is going to be fan service through the through the roof. Like that's going to be. I mean, seeing Hayden in the in the Clone Wars armor is going to be. I heard that we're actually going to get that. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's the word, and that is like what? Yeah. And we can thank Kevin Feige for it, but you didn't hear that from me. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, you know, I love fan service, but if it's done right, I don't want fan service just for fan service. Totally agree. You know, it's like in like in Cobra Kai, I don't want all the characters to come back just for the sake of coming back. It makes the universe smaller, this and that. I want them to come back for a particular set of reasons that would make sense to the story. So the same thing goes here. If we get Anakin coming back in Clone Wars armor in live action with Hayden, dude, like die I happy just, fan. I know, right? Like, yeah, that would be absolutely wild. So there's the hope and that that's yeah. I, th that's I think that'll happen. I think I think they they know what they need to do. Do what must be done. Yeah, and, dude, and that'll be it. Um. I think it's going to be a bright future for Star Wars. I hope. I've always been a hopeful person. Um, yeah. After Daisy Ridley revealed that stuff about the sequels, I there was no more of me trying to be hopeful, trying to see you know the good and everything, blah, blah, blah. I just saw it as what it was, and I was like, okay, well. Yep. They dropped the ball. Big so, time. But I think, you know, with um, 
Kevin Feige, as you said, uh, John Favreau, Dave Filoni, these like-minded people who are continuing the story of George Lucas and uh, creating new stories with that in mind, I, I don't see how it could go wrong. I really don't. Yeah, man. Because I mean, you, got, you, you yeah. have fans creating this stuff now. So it's that's that's when it's legit, you know, not just like casual weekend fans or, or think people who don't do their homework for Star Wars. You have actual yeah. historians, which is great. I yeah, man. I mean, great. you've got the apprentice of the creator, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like you got to leverage that. You got to utilize that. And uh, yeah, I, I just continue to think it really I had a, I had some some conversations earlier this year um, and uh, just some of the people I talked to, it, it was very clear that like they, they were just trying to express to me that like, look, Disney knows where the that they made mistakes and they know that they screwed up this, this and this. Now, they're never going to come out and admit it. They They will never. You know, that's just not their style. That's not their brand to come out and be like, hey, we didn't do this, this, this and this. It would but be great. I think that's be know, something that would make them even more huge um, because then they're real people. They're not just this organization, which I get it. You know, you've been doing your thing forever. And I mean, what do I know? I'm just some a fan who has a YouTube channel. But it's like I really think especially, especially, especially in today's time, if you have a company that comes across as human and relatable to all of us, then you're going to be huge. You're going to be very, very loved and welcomed. So, I mean, if they came out with a statement like, like Bob Iger comes to you, look, we understand that there were some issues and discrepancies with the sequel trilogy. We're doing our best to rectify that and go forwards and not just listen to the fans, but also honor the story of George Lucas, which is something that we haven't really done all that much. And we're going to be better. It's like a freaking 30 second clip of that. Holy crap. Yeah. Just watch dude. the stocks of Disney. Just. It's no, very I know. Well, I agree. Like, I think that it would it would really behoove them to sort of do that. Um, there was a there was a thing said by. I'm trying to find it right now. There was a thing that John Favreau said earlier in the year that sort of spoke to this. It was uh Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. He he said um he was talking about like the relationship with the fans. Oh, cool. I think I remember something like that, but yeah. So excited we're doing I appreciate that's good as it gets for us. Yeah, I wish I could find the exact quote, but it was something to the effect of like um you know, you've got to listen to the fans, you know what I mean? And, and, and we're in this together and it's like a, you know, a copacetic thing. And uh, it was just like one of those moments where I was like, man, oh, here we go. Let me see if I can find it here. I got it. Oh, I like that possible title for your guys' stream, Theories Den or Den of Theories. Who, uh, who came up with that? Uh, Ditcher's Universe. I think I like that more than Nerd Theory. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, I'm into it. They're both I'm into good. it. Yeah. Okay, here's what he says. Here's what he says. He said, you put something out into the world. And then it echoes back at you. You have to listen. It's not a one-way street. It's a two-way street. You have to feel the energy of the audience. But when you come from comedy, and when I was doing improv back in Chicago, that's it. You have to read the room. You have to feel the room. You have to be in community with the audience. You have to be a part of it. The fact of the matter is, as much as we love working on Star Wars, we love even more making Star Wars for other people. And when other people are excited by it, uh, and dig what we're doing and are appreciative, that's as good as it gets for us. So the one-way street, two-way two street thing, I mean, the guy is speaking my language. You know what I mean? I think that's as close as we'll probably get, man. I agree. And, and, um, I'm, I'm very hopeful. 
going forwards yeah. with what's going to happen. Not yeah. of the past, because I, I don't think I can let it die, but I can just move forwards. Yeah. Um, which I think is the appropriate uh, is the appropriate way to to do it, you know. Logan says the fact that there's a legitimate possibility of seeing Boba in season two of the Mando is enough to get me more than hyped. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be a really nice tie-in to see how he survived and uh, tie into the story. Absolutely, it's going to be neat. Big big Boba fan myself, so pretty excited for it. There was. Um, Oh yeah, well, never mind. We can't talk about that. You said so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, what else we got going on? So here's a, another random thing that I'll, I'll throw at you. So there was a um, a little announcement made by Disney today uh, about the future of the company, mm-hmm. and uh, they have put Disney Plus at the center of everything. And right, we're, yeah. We're, yeah, so we're waiting to know exactly what that means. And to be honest with you, I haven't dug into the full uh, article. Apparently, there's several really good ones out there about what it means. But what people have told me is that basically they realize that Disney Plus is the future and they are putting all of their eggs, well, at least most of their eggs, into that basket. And the reason I wanted to bring this up was because when the Filoniverse stuff started coming my way, I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Why are they doing all of this? On Disney Plus. This mm-hmm. sounds great. It mm-hmm. sounds too good to be true, to be honest with you. It still does, you know? So I was like, so they're going to do this connected universe with all these different shows on Disney Plus. I was like, that seems like a lot of Disney Plus. And now, with an announcement like this, and we will, this is, I, I was sort of telling you this off air, but we, we now have the official dates of when the episodes will air. Right. And, and what's interesting to me is that I believe there's now going to be a big a big uh, announcement made by Disney on an investor call where they will be explaining exactly what they mean from uh, from today. And that investor call, I believe, happens December 10th, I believe, which is like right before uh, an episode of The Mandalorian. But it is right also... It is right after the Filoni-verse episode. So the weekend of Thanksgiving, I believe it's the 27th of November, mm-hmm. this weekend is going to be very big because the rumors are now that not only will we get the Filoni-verse episode of The Mandalorian Season 2 where you'll see Ahsoka, probably Ezra, so Rahul can actually finally, you know... They come in there. Yeah, talk. Yeah. Right. Um, and we're going to see all this wild stuff. People are going to be like, holy crap, this is ridiculous. And yeah. then they're also going to drop uh, WandaVision. And then they're going to turn around and 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 have all these massive Disney Plus numbers because all that stuff's going to blow up. Yeah. And then they'll they'll talk about that on the investor call, and essentially it really just looks like, to me, their future focus is more Disney Plus than even theatrical releases. Hundred percent, especially with so everything what, going on. Yeah. Well, what do you think about that? I think it's true. I think from here on they're just going to pile on the shows. And everyone's going to have to subscribe to Disney Plus at whatever, seven, ten bucks a month. And they're going to make astronomical amounts of money, and we're going to get some cool shows. Yeah. So we got now the Bad you, Batch coming. We got, you know, Obi Wan. That it won't be in theaters? No, I'm an introvert. So I love 
just chilling at home. But you know what? There is a fun like I remember with episode nine, me and my boys, we uh we got dressed up in, in Jedi robes. I brought the robes, yeah. I brought yeah. the the sabers, we went to the theater, we were just, you know, we got our popcorn, our drinks. It was an event and it was fun. Yeah. It was really fun. Um so it's sad to see that go a little bit. But that being said, I mean you can just have those people over at your home. Sort of. It's just not the same experience. Yeah. But I'm down know. with it. I think, yeah. It's, I'm it, torn, dude. I'm I, I, torn. I am. I, I love going to movies, but with everything going on, it's like, I'm not going to go to movies. So, yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? <laughs> like, the proof is in the pudding. Like, yeah. we can clearly see that. Uh, and, and, you know, there's also, you know, just uh, possibilities of this situation sort of lingering for way longer than any of us want to think about or consider right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, they got to think about making money, right? And uh, it's just obvious that this is the way to do it and uh you know even before this news came out there was a couple of stories that sort of hinted at this where kevin feige was given the directive to go all in on disney plus and i wouldn't be surprised if like things we never thought would come to disney plus like the x-men or the fantastic four yes that it is that it is completely possible that major ip like that will be serviced on disney plus and star wars is you know hands down one of the biggest ips they have and they got so lucky that the Mandalorian, before any of this craziness happened, galvanized a digital audience for that show. I mean, it's absolutely massive. Mm-hmm. So they're they're sitting pretty in regards uh, in that regard. So it makes sense that they would just go all in on it. And again, it just makes the Filoniverse stuff make all the more sense now when you think about it. Because I was like really scratching my head, dude. I was like, this is a lot of production. Yeah. Like a Boba Fett show. On Disney Plus, an Ezra and Thrawn show. Yeah, like, but that could be a trilogy of movies. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, in their first quarter, didn't Bob Iger say they had like thirty million subscribers or something like that? I think they're climbing towards sixty at this point. They're probably at sixty now. Yeah. Yeah. And once season two comes out of the Mando, they're probably going to be like, I don't know, yeah, probably a hundred. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, and then they're going to drop that WandaVision. Apparently, WandaVision is mind-blowing, dude. Apparently, it is mind-blowing. So that's going to be huge for their audiences. Uh, Soul is now coming out completely for free yeah. on Christmas Day. Yeah. 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 It's going to go head-to-head with Wonder Woman. So, yeah, I mean, the future is happening at an accelerated rate, and Disney Plus might be the spot for Star Wars. But like you said, I mean, it is... The one thing, the other thing that's really cool about it is we'll be able to like watch with our communities and sort of you know do more breakdowns yeah, yeah, yeah. right away. It's, it's, it's it'll be fun, but for us it's a dream come true in some ways, dude. Like as a content, content creator, creator, yeah, it's great, yeah. dude. It's amazing. It's like almost too good to be true. Agent Forty Seven says, "Nerds, fifty times, yes, we are, and yeah. proud, baby." Yeah, definitely not ashamed of that. Nope. It's a good time to be a nerd. It really is. I think the nerds have won. Yeah, dude. When I saw Robert Redford say Hail Hydra in a Marvel film, I was like, yeah, the nerds won. We We won. won. Man, we've been winning. People just, they were afraid of our power. True. What's up, Theory? It's Ched from last night. Hope you're having a great day, as well as Josh. Can I get a, because of Obi-Wan. Because you are the most level-headed, genuine YouTuber with Star Wars content. Looking forward to more animation. So thanks, dude. Some yeah, would say otherwise, that but I appreciate that. I I really liked your uh, your episode nine uh, uh, Trevorrow script animation. 
and the thing was crazy. I was really critical of that script when it first came out. But the way you did that scene, I was like, oh, I kind of get this now. I was like, oh, okay. I kind of get that. Big so, shout yeah, out to Benny Productions. Um, and I will say uh, for all you here that Colin Trevorrow did uh, DM me regarding that. And that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know you were going to let him know that. I'm not going to show it because, you know, just out of respect for him and I don't want to turn it into a thing or anything. But, yeah, we'll say that he did. It's already going to turn into a thing. It's going to be all over Reddit now. Uh-oh. Yeah, so um, I will say that I'm going to make another one. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Logan Still, thank you. Razorcrest says, I'm excited and also worried all of these characters, but will their voices be the same as the animation considering Ashley played Ahsoka in Rise of Skywalker? I would hope so. I don't think it's going to be her voice. Nope, 100% not. Yeah, so, you know, just like Hayden Christensen's voice isn't Matt Lanter's for Clone Wars, and Ewan McGregor isn't James Arnold Taylor, it's going to be totally different. Yeah, and it just kind of is what it is. I mean, shit, I've got a um, I've got a Jedi holocron that has Mace Windu's voice, and that they think Samuel L. Jackson. You know what I mean from Galaxy's Edge. So do you have it with you? Yeah, I'll, I'll grab it. Give me one second. All right, is that a Dio in the corner? It looks like Dio down there. My buddy thinks the Mandalorian refers to Baby Yoda when he grows up. Tell me how crazy he is, so I can sleep in peace. You know. <laughs> Baby Yoda's after Yoda dies. Can you hear it? Yeah. In negotiations, there are gray areas. Oh yeah. It's... In war. Yeah. There are not. It's not Sam. No. A warrior. But it's Mace. Like I accept it. You know what I mean? There's only right and wrong. So I mean, hey, at some point that's just gonna happen. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Is that Dio in the corner? No, that's my custom droid that I made. Oh, a Galaxy's Edge. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, neat. Um, what if Yoda secretly took Sifo Dyas' visions of the future seriously and cloned himself as a failsafe just in case he was... What? I would love that, dude. I would. But... <laughs> right? <laughs> I never thought of that. Yeah. What if Yoda cloned himself as a failsafe? But no, he would have had to have done that before he even knew of Camino. So no. Yeah, fair. Because Baby Yoda was was. So, you know, so here's what I think. Um, mm-hmm. In the aftermath novel, how Palpatine goes to Jakku and creates that base. That's like top yes. secret. Yes. This is probably where it begins. Because that's right yeah. around the time that Yoda was cre- Baby Yoda was created. So. Yeah, like the observatory or whatever. Right? Something I don't know. Whatever that thing is. Yeah. Yeah. It's heavily guarded. I just yeah. really want him to be, I, and I think that, like, you know, just from what we read from those quotes, like, he's going to be Force-sensitive at the very least, um, which is going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still think Bo-Katan Who? will probably get him. Uh, Moff Gideon. Okay, right. Yeah. Sorry, my brain just keeps going back to that. just want to see it. Yeah, I'm thinking, too. It's like, how is he going to use his Force powers? Why didn't he use them before? Well... If you watch that battle again, he kind of does because he like sees Mando and he like comes out like real nonchalant in the middle of a firefight and then just points his gun down and blasts that thing and blows him up. So like, I don't know, like he he was way too cocky in that fight for me. I was like, what? so I could almost feel it then. Um, and his flying reflexes. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's clearly... 
Yeah, I think we're going to see it, man. Plus, he said that he broke three different Darksabers fighting. Yeah, like in, prop, in practicing. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. My man's was going hard, dude. Yeah. Killing it. Yeah. Uh, did anyone hear what Josh said? Gideon could be a descendant of Vader. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I think he meant, like, uh, could he be... What did he? What was the quote again? He was like, could he be so like he, Vader? No, he actually did say, is he a descendant of Vader? But I think, like, he's... He means, he's like, clearly, like, like, Force users. Right. He's saying... He's basically just saying that if he is Force-sensitive, it opens up all these incredible opportunities. But he says in the next breath, and this is what's crazy, he says, he knows all about everything. And you will have to wait to find out, which, again, to me, points to like him being a part of ISB, him knowing Palpatine's plan, him knowing about the Inquisitory, because Vader did run the Inquisitors for a long time. So maybe that's what, you know, he's kind of getting at there. How old is he? You know, that is a 50? great question. I don't know. Maybe. 45? Yeah, maybe. 40? Uh, 40, 45? Yeah, he's got to be. I would say he's at least forty, probably. But yeah, I don't know for sure. Okay, so that means he's seen the Clone Wars. Oh yeah. Oh, he's yeah. He's. I think he lived through the Clone Wars. Yeah. He was probably a boy. Could even be like around Din Djarin's age. And if he's true, he was on Mandalore. Well, I think probably what happened was uh, Palpatine got him off of Mandalore at a very young age if he was ever really like on it you know what I mean and just brought him in it's definitely gonna be interesting to see how they figure all that out but the fact that he says um what does he say maybe he was royalty on the planet right exactly um because he's a moth you know what I mean so yeah. the Gideons I don't know yeah I don't yeah um, also, we find out where Din Djarin was born. Uh, I got to find that post. It was actually posted on Instagram from, I think it was Sideshow? Mm, okay. Let me, oh, let me yeah, the up. name of the, yeah, the, the Hot planet. Toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it was Hot Toys. Yeah, it was called, the settlement was called Akventna. Batina. Oh, yeah, because that's when they, they rescued him. I can I can send you this link if you want. Yeah, I wanted to find the actual post. It was it was um This is the Reddit, but I think it'll take you to the IG post. Which I mean these hot toys look so nice. There, there it yeah. is. I would love yeah, to. Yeah, they have. look neat for sure. Yeah. All right. So, um, Death Watch the Mandalorian. Oh, it doesn't. Oh, God damn it. It opens the picture. It doesn't open the actual. Oh, uh, for real? That sucks. On the settlement of Akvatina, the young Din Djarin was under attack by super battle droids, but before. Oh, wait. It, it explains somewhere. See if I can try Hot Toys collectibles. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll find it on there. Let's see, Hot Toys. Uh, 
All right, I think I found it. Yeah, a group of Death Watch Mandalorians arrived to take out the droid and rescue Din. With a new season of the highly anticipated Mandalorian debut, Hot Toys is delighted to expand the Mandalorian collection further, introducing these one-six scale Death Watch Mandalorian collectibles. Yeah, so that's what that's where he's from. I don't know. Has that planet come come up in any uh, canon material? Not that I know of. Let's see. Akbar was a settlement uh, during the Clone Wars. Confederacy of independent systems attacked. Okay, so it looks like they literally. But was that yeah. where he was living? Is that the is that the planet, Aquatina? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. There's not much in here from. Uh, yeah. On the Wikipedia about it, so. Yeah, and Wikipedia is so it's like we'll keep, it's like Wikipedia. So you never know. Yeah, for sure. Something I've been wanting to do is actually make every single Wikipedia article into a video. Dude, what? That'd be nuts. That'd yeah. Take, take, take a hot minute. Well, the thing is, is, like, I don't know how accurate it is, though. I mean, most of it's pretty accurate, but there's some that's right. just, like, trash. Yep, I agree. It's that same, uh, doesn't Wikipedia have a similar problem where, like, anybody can edit, and then you can catch it yeah. when it's, like, misedited or whatever? Does Star Wars own it now? I think they bought it, didn't they? Did they? No, I don't know. They could have. They I don't could've. know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, Esposito's character is sixty. Oh, oh, you just put it at sixty. Oh, okay, so it's not official. Um, I see. YouTube is going to be fantastic when season two starts. Yeah, man, a few more weeks. For twenty, yeah, less than twenty days. We're getting close. Almost two weeks. Do you think they'll do another trailer? Yeah. Of course. You think they're going to show Ahsoka before the... Uh, no. They're just going to make all the people... It, it, might, be, it might be a little tease. We might get like a little... Like the saber light up or something. Like how we did in episode 9 with, with Rey holding the lightsaber at, the, at her hand. Mm. The view of her, the lower view of her, her hand igniting the, right. the Anakin right. saber. Um, maybe we'll get something like that. I could see that. Mm. Yeah, I'd be into that, dude. I mean, yeah, look, it's going to create content either way, like as we head towards it. Um, I wonder if anything else is going to come out, though, because I think almost all of the juicy stuff, except for like the ending and stuff, has come out as far as like the Filoniverse stuff and. Any word on the Bad Batch? No, but I haven't really reached out to anybody and and uh, and talked about it. The last I heard, there was just figures that were spoiled for it, so they've got like those figures going on. Um, who knows? Maybe they'll talk about that in that big Disney Plus thing. Right. When's that? December tenth, I believe. Let me double check. Okay, that. a couple months. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see here. Thrawn Ascendancy talks about. Needing a young force user to be able to navigate in the unknown regions, right? The originals were called Skywalkers. Perhaps it's find it's to find Sheev or Thrawn. Um that's kind so. of a cool idea, but the Skywalkers, the reason is because they just that's how they navigated. 
the uh, the space out in the unknown regions, and this is sort of explained in um, episode nine too. It's like really hard to get to Exegol. Like you basically need to follow this ridiculous route to get there, which is what Kylo finds. Had to do, yeah, right with, with the wayfinder. Yeah, exactly. So it's really hard to navigate out there, and it just so happens that the Skywalkers, who are mostly female actually, the Chiss, uh, when they're young, they have force sensitivity, and the females hold onto their force sensitivity longer than the males. Until about 20 or 22 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then they just are the way they navigate out there. Yeah. And that's, it's kind of cool how they were called Skywalkers. They were like the first actual Skywalker. Yeah, it's wild, which is why probably Thrawn was so curious when he first met Anakin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's like, like, he's like what? Yeah. How'd you get that name? Right. Luke could show up. 789 don't exist no more. Uh, Ryan Canfield says, maybe baby Yoda is the last living of Yoda's species and the eggs are others of his species he has to save for the population to come back. Yeah, or they're they're clones of him. I will die on the Luke will cameo as a hologram talking with Ahsoka Hill. Lol. (laughs) Hey, look, that's a great hill that's to die a, on. Yeah, I, dude, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be amazing. Yeah. The child is Yadel's offspring. She goes into hiding during the prequels. Maybe she gave birth. Yadel? Yadel died. Oh, well, in Legends. Yeah, I don't know. And, uh, again, that just doesn't necessarily answer the fifty, the exact 50-year-old thing, the Camino connection, why they were trying to harvest his material. There's a lot of, mm-hmm. there's a lot of questions there. Do you think that Luke and Ahsoka ever crossed paths after events of Return of the Jedi? And if so, what do you think they talked about? I think... Hmm, well, well, there's that book, I would right? Like to there's, think the, they did. there's the book with the passage where Luke talks about Ahsoka, so he at least yeah. becomes aware of her at some point. But I don't know if they've ever actually met. Does it say so in that it book? It doesn't say if they've met. He just is aware of every single Jedi. But oh. by reading about them through um, the Jedi texts and, and, and archives and things like that. So... I don't know if he actually knew her personally. Yeah. Like he talks about Mace Windu. You know. That's true. And he never met that dude. Or did he? Or did he, yeah. (laughs) Possible title for your guys. Oh, yeah, we we read that one. Uh, Seeing you guys stream together to me is the equivalent of when the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles teamed up with the Power Rangers. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, why not? Yeah, okay. I assume that's... That's dope. Wait, who, who's who, though? Right. Uh, Theophilm, thanks for being a new member, man. All new members get uh, VIP access to the disc. We should create our own Discord, too. Nice, dude. Yeah, yeah. I've got uh, I've got one. I, I I don't know. I don't go on there enough, but it's pretty active, I think. You can shout it if you like. Uh, Should I? We could create our own. We could. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think a cool name would be Theories Council or Theories Order. Well, I want to have it uh, inclusive of of me and Josh's name. So um, I like Theories Den or Den of Theories or Nerd Theories, stuff like that. So we got to go along something with that. Apparently, the logo of Crimson Dawn appears on the new posters of The Mandalorian. What? Really? Oh, hey, Theory, got Sam Witwer's response on the Mandalorian arc. Could I upload it to the Discord, or how do you want me to send it to you? Yeah, upload it to the Discord, man. That'd be cool. But like a video? No. the Discord link into the chat, I think. You saw my stat said hi? My boomer stat. Zenith the Overlord, rise, my friends. Rise. 
Man, my dog hair is making me... A little itchy. Oh, yeah, we're going to sneeze or something. Yo, how was that game? I saw you were playing uh, that uh, remake. Vertex? That, uh, yeah, yeah, I have it. Mind-blowing. Yeah, Mark put me onto it a while ago, but like when I was playing it, they didn't have some of the stuff you had. Like mm -hmm. you have a Luke Skywalker skin. Yeah, had all the skins, had all the skins. It's pretty dope. Yeah, it was cool. They're doing some really great stuff with that game. It's like a cyberpunk dystopian kind of futuristic game with mods, and cool. uh, the gameplay is very, very akin to JK2. Yeah, yeah, which was fun. I I got in there and messed around a little bit. It was pretty cool. My dumb theory, clones equal Thrawn. Cloning was a huge part of his plan to rebuild the Empire in the OG books. Mando could be a side story running parallel to a new version of the Thrawn trilogy. Interesting. Yeah. We, with the Filoni-verse, I think everything is going to run parallel to each other. What do you think? Yeah. No, 100%. They're, I think that's the intention is it's not, it's not going to be all over. It's going to build out it, just like the MCU. Like The whole point of the MCU is that when you see you, you kind of need to see the one thing to kind of get to the other thing, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that's what they want to build is they want to build like, oh, eh, you know, and this kind of already happens. Like if you don't watch Clone Wars, you don't have as much of an appreciation for Ahsoka when she pops up in Rebels season two, right? Right. So like you kind of already. Oh, need that was that. So, it was so beautiful when her and Rex. Yeah. Because I've seen that clip before, but like we going through the actual show and you see that, and I was just like, yeah, wow. Yeah, man. Okay. Pretty incredible. Yep, yep, I, yep. So he already has that magical ability to do that. And with just a little guidance from Feige and, and Favreau, I'm sure he's going to establish a, a really beautiful series of shows that uh, you, you that all enrich each other and enrich Star Wars as a whole, which is really like, you know, that's his that's his superpower. Yeah. Yeah, I've been thinking a lot about what you said last week about how he could uh, uh, tell the stories that he wants through Star Wars characters, which I really love that because that's exactly what he does. In my opinion, he owns Star Wars. Yep. Because he just tells, you know, the stories. How they're supposed to be told. Uh, my dumb theory, clones equal Thrawn. Cloning, right, we read that one. Um, you skipped my super chat. I think I got it now, Enrique. Probably. Right? I think so. Anyways, just got a 33 kill streak in Battlefront and wanted to share the good fortune. Love the channel, man. Nice. Congrats, dude. Moth is the new Star Killer. No way. No, he's not that strong. They'll never do any. I mean, Ray's probably the closest we'll get to Star Killer. <laughs> oh, that's perfect reaction. That's a perfect reaction. Giancarlo was born April 1958, making him 62. Oh, damn, he looks good. He looks great for 62. What? I thought 50. I was like, oh, 50's pushing it, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Do you think we'll see Mara Jade? Or is she not canon, ever? There was something with Mara Jade. When, ah, there was something that's with her, but I just don't remember at this point. And, and I, it obviously hasn't substantiated itself. But... Um, if we do, it won't be the version from uh, from the EU. However, they could take that same model and maybe make even an Apprentice of Gideon's or something like that, right? Because, I mean, Mara was such an interesting character, dude. And you, the fact that, like, you don't know she's the Emperor's Hand for a while is, like, really cool. So if they did something like that, and that would be cool, but she's never going to 
go to kill Luke Skywalker and fall in love with him. And she's that's done everything. She's, she's literally, she's been a slave in Jabba's palace. She's been a bounty hunter. She's been a, a Sith. She's like, what has she not done? Yeah. I guess been in canon. What if the child's age development is doubled like the clone troopers? 25-ish years would be around the time Yoda would have visited Kamino and attacked the clones. Mm. Oh, oh, damn. That Okay, yeah, that's actually interesting. Hmm, yeah. I don't see the child being, well, yeah. I don't see the child having non-accelerated non aging. I'm pretty sure he has accelerated aging because otherwise the show is just going to take a huge time jump. True. And then all the characters would be dead. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that would be kind of weird, so, right? Season three, they're it's all gotta geriatric. It's got to be a clone then. <laughs> Except Baby Yoda. But then... In episode six, Yoda said, for 800 years, I've trained the Jedi, which means, and he was almost 900 at that point. So that means within the next 50 years, Yoda is, baby Yoda is going to be old enough to train Jedi. Mm. So maybe he hits some like big accelerated growth spurt. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. They said, though, that, I mean, the thing that was kind of interesting was when uh, Dr. Pershing said, I just saved his life or whatever. Remember where he was like, because like, he's like, what did you do to him? He's like, he'd be dead by now if it wasn't for me. So what's up with that? You know what I mean? Like, Maybe they couldn't extract what they wanted from him and they just, uh, they were going to kill him. And Dr. Pershing was like, oh no, like let me do more tests. I, I can make it happen or some some crap. Yeah, or he had like a kill switch if he ever like was removed from... Camino or something maybe like it, it, when he gets a certain well, point away like, the like slaves starts, on Tatooine yeah something like that yeah <laughs> everyone's always like well why didn't they take Shmi with uh why didn't Qui-Gon Qui take Shmi it's like well she would have blown up she would have been like the boys season two yep head would have yep. blown mm -hmm. will Disney try Mando their Clone Wars what will Disney try Mando their Clone Wars Clone Wars helped more fans appreciate the prequels they might yes. want mando to do the same with the sequels oh i could see that i could see that but they could do a specific show to do that i, I really think um frankly i i just really think the move is to sort of distance and like i i know sequel fans maybe don't want to hear that but i think that kind of is the move for a while um and uh that's not even to say that couldn't happen eventually but i think do you the think they're aware 100 percent, they are yeah Think they have aware to at all. They have to be. Look, they have better data than you and I have the capability of getting <sighs> our hands on. Of course. They pay people to get this data. So like I went through one time, I remember in a stream I was trying to explain to people leading up to episode nine, I was trying to explain why and how Star Wars was trending in a negative direction. Like I was like, it's data. You know, if I can pull this up on Google Trends and show you, imagine what Disney knows. So no, they absolutely know. I mean, that's why we saw the shift to older public toys and, and, you know, toys that people actually want to buy, you know, that's why we're seeing the shift in Mandalorian and on Disney plus like, dude, they had the data. They knew what they had to do, but they were in a really tough spot with episode nine. Frankly, they had to finish it. They have to finish the saga. They started, you know what I mean? So yeah, they, they knew what was going on. hundred hmm. percent. They have to. Yeah. They're I like, bet after, well, I bet after Last Jedi, they were in a little bit of denial. You know. Yeah, I, mean? I, I, I think, definitely saw that. And then, um, 
I feel like when it came to episode nine, they just really made an effort to to backtrack and retcon a lot of the stuff from episode eight. Yeah, uh, with a lot of the things they said, a lot of the statements, uh, it was just you, you don't these these weren't cryptic statements. They weren't riddles. Uh, these were in your face. Yep. Mm-hmm. Luke grabbing yep. the saber. You know, it, it's being tossed mm-hmm. away. And it, that's complete a complete reversal of what happened in the last one. And him saying, I was wrong to be here. Like, it, it's just the whole movie in itself. And this is why I was throwing, so enthralled with the film once I had seen it. I was I was so happy with how they had changed so many of the things that were canon and now were completely reversed. Yeah. And in my opinion, fixed. Um, yeah. That's Dude, why I'm, I'm so happy with it. Well, that's I mean, that think that's the thing, because even though it sort of fails as a solo film, which even for me, I was sort of in denial at uh, about it at first. But one of the things that I kind of said was, you know, look, J.J., it almost feels like J.J. sacrificed the film itself. He did on the altar of putting Star Wars back together. He did. Because from a mythological standpoint and honestly, the end, there's a lot of stuff in the ending that I think is actually really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, not the Ray Skywalker stuff though. You know what I mean? Like that was whack and, and like the Jedi coming back and stuff is kind of whack, but like, I thought the way Palpatine died was so stupid and just, yeah. just rushed. Yeah, no, um, I agree. But the idea of her like actually facing the Jedi challenge, the idea of like Ben actually turning her and Ben, you know, kind of coming together. There's a lot of mythological stuff there that I really like. Like the because in some ways like Palpatine is he's not just the dark side. He's like a lich. He he's he's an abomination. Like he's not just the dark side. He's actually because the force requires both the dark and the light. Yeah. But Palpatine was sort of perverse and he actually wanted there to just be dark side. He wanted to reshape reality. So he's more like a lich king in the mythological sense or like a demon. And, uh, you know, Ben kind of represents like this this more natural side of the dark. Um, and then together, he and Ray coming together, which to me sort of was like the balanced cosmic force sort of shutting out the the cancer, if you will, yeah. of the force. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that works. It's just there were other things that are executed in such a boneheaded way that you yeah. just can't help but roll your eyes. It's very you know? rushed. Um, it just felt like the whole movie, as you said, was putting Star Wars back together. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's like we didn't really get to focus on story much or you know what this and that's happening. It's it's it was just f- taking everything like f- from a list from episode 8 and just crossing it off. Yep. How are we going to fix this? Fix that? Fix that? Old maneuver. Boom, gone. Like, oh, okay, you know that's I mean? a one in a million shot. Oh, okay. Yep. So, okay, it was lucky. Okay. Um uh well, they didn't really explain how Palpatine came back. Well, they kind of did, like a sort of cloning, two line, yeah, yeah, Sith magic, you Sith know, magic that, cloning. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, all right. Uh, a Jedi's weapon deserves more respect. Yep. I was wrong to be here. Uh, what else? Chewie got his medal. Chewie got his medal, which is kind of like an old, old thing that needed cleared up. Yeah. Uh, Leia and her brother training, I guess, kind of helps fix the Leia scene with her force abilities because if she's trained by luke that makes a little bit more sense um yeah there's a a, i mean ray palpatine in it of itself is the retcon to one of the biggest things which was ray no one and the fact that like this total out of nowhere no person has a connection to the story you know so that's a massive retcon one that a lot of people didn't like i i thought it was cool 
Um, I thought I it was really th- cool. Yeah, and to, and then and, and then I was like, oh, up until a few weeks ago, I was like, oh, they actually didn't have an outline, didn't have a plan. Yeah. But to me, is that still even confusing? Because it's like in the book, in the Force Awakens book, Ray is being um, um, encouraged to kill Ben. Yes. There's a voice. Yeah. Who the hell's the voice? Is it Snoke? Well, if it's Snoke, it's Palpatine. Right. Mm-hmm. Had to be Palps, yeah. So I, I don't know. Like, were they toying with the idea and they weren't sure? Or like, what, what's what's the dealio? Yeah, then we hear Obi Wan. So it's like, okay, then they we were toying with the idea of Obi Wan being the father or or yeah. whatever. It's like, yeah, it's pretty. You guys it's having pretty, a, a plan? Well, plus the clone thing is so whack too. Like the son that was a clone that didn't have force powers, but then birth the force oh, thing like that. They just needed I to hated not that man. Yeah, they just needed to not do that. Like if she was the legit. Because this is the way I would have done it. I just would have been like, yeah, Palpatine got around. Yeah. Got around. What do you want me to say? The Emperor of the Universe. Yeah. He, he, you know, he, he knocked boots. Yeah. And somewhere around the line, there was a couple Force babies. That's yeah. what Thanos did. Like, So there's this there's a storyline, and uh, Thanos comes and starts killing all of his uh, bastard children. Yeah. And there's one that he had with the Inhumans named Thane. And Thane is like a badass dude. And so like there's all sorts of cool stuff that you could have done with that. But uh instead they went a really weird way with it. It's like a clone he was like a defective clone who just wanted to be a farmer or uh, whatever. Just wanted to live like and a normal life. Mom? Who's the mom yeah. in that situation? Like who still so many questions. Like who's the mom? Like what yeah. There's a lot How'd of she meet him? Like wouldn't that child be under extreme surveillance? Yeah. The none of it makes sense. How is he not here's what doesn't make sense. How does he lose track of the clone, but then he's able to find Ray? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he loses track of the clone, but then he becomes aware of Ray. Does he lose Rey? track of the clone? That's what they well, yeah, because that he sort of escapes, and then he's having some kind of a normal okay, life, and that's enough. when he must meet the wife, and then have Ray, right? Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. So, but then they find, but then somehow he finds out about it, which is why they hide her on Jakku. Like, how did that happen? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yoda and Yate will be clapping cheeks for centuries. (laughs) Dude. Can that please be the next animation? Uh, uh, (laughs) For join members only, I'll do it. There you go. For join members only, I will will 100% do that. (laughs) Yeah, but that would just be so wrong. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I won't do that. I will never do that. <laughs> I don't want to see that. I don't want to pay to have that made. Right. Uh, poor Benny. Wild theory. What if Yoda's species can't populate if they're force sensitive? That's why we can't find many of uh, many of them. Hmm. So what, they're asexual? And they just pop an egg? I don't, I don't know about all that. I mean, we do see very few of them. But we see Yaddle, and she's... She's... Obviously, four centuries she's, she's on the freaking Jedi Council. She's a she. Yeah. I don't know. Reminds me of what uh, uh, Gimli says about the dwarf women in The Lord of the Rings. Do you remember that? No. He's like, it's true. You don't see many dwarf women, but they're so similar to the dwarf men, you wouldn't recognize them. And he's talking about how they have beards and stuff. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yep. Oh, jeez. They have beards. Mm-hmm. Do you think we'll see Barris Offy in the Ahsoka series? Also, Yadel was confirmed alive at least during the events of Fallen Order. Oh, really? I didn't catch that. She was alive in that, in that game? I didn't catch that. Hmm. 
All right. Well, I think there was like a statue or something that looked like her, I believe. Okay. But I don't think she was confirmed alive. I'd love to know more about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Me yeah. too. Is there something on Google you can search up real quick? Yeah. Ryan, thank you, bro, for being a new member. Alex says possibility that Amanda will be tracking Cal Kestis. Oh, Cal would be more known among imps than he's been hunted for a long time. Since he's been hunted for a long time and he's only he's the only Jedi, I believe, that's been to Ilum after Clone Wars. Hmm. This um I'm trying to find it well, here. If that snow planet is Ilum, then I guess Manda was there. Um Baby Yoda. And I think that's where Do you think that's where maybe Ahsoka's chilling? Could be. It's it is really curious. Hiding somewhere, like she, watching the first Yeah. Order. Like what's she doing? Because so when she comes out of the world between worlds, so she's like on purpose not interfering with what she knows will happen because she doesn't want to change anything so like she comes back in it oh, because she wasn't supposed to live right so she gets pulled out two years later right and then she has a conversation with uh ezra she literally faces the emperor right well i shouldn't tell you this, this is spoiler stuff so she gets pulled out uh, I've, I've seen it i've seen okay. literally all yeah, those yeah, things yeah. yeah so she gets pulled out a world between worlds but then they, she gets put back. So then for two years, we don't see her again until she meets back up with the Rebels crew. So there's a two-year period where... Wait, what? Yeah. She gets put back. So she has to live for two years at least, knowing what's going to happen in the universe. Wait, 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 and wait. So from... Hold up, hold up. So from what I've seen, so Ezra, like, plucks her out from the killing blow from Vader. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then what? She has a thing that happens. It's fucking, or it's sorry, it's dope. Um, and then uh, they put her back. She goes right back, and that's why at, wait, 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 in the, at, into the killing blow, or no, just she's just gone. Whatever time was passing. So between the time oh. that she, it was like probably like five or ten minutes. Vader's gone. So in the episode, which you're about to watch, actually. Because uh, it's like the end of season two. So in that episode, you'll see Vader walk away at the end very damaged. Yeah, I've seen and that. Then, and then Morai right. is flying ab above ahead. Exactly. So literally after Vader leaves, Ahsoka pops back out. Hmm. And so she has to live for two years knowing all this stuff, but she can't do anything. Because if she affects the timeline, it's going to cause all these problems. And then that event will never happen, you know what I mean? Like down and down, down. It's why they couldn't save Kanan, right? But yeah, you'll 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 see all that stuff. But essentially, like that, I've always been really curious as to like, well, where did she go? Like, what do you do when you come back from the future with all this crazy she yodas, cosmic dude. knowledge? She yodas. She has. She, to. she stays yeah. in a hut and in a swamp and just makes yeah. mediocre-looking cozy food. <laughs> And then she goes crazy and she wants a flashlight. Yeah. 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 My home this is. <laughs> right. Do you think Barisafi will be in the Ahsoka series? Also, Yadel was confirmed alive, at least during the events of Fallen Order. Wait, did we read that? We read that one. I don't know if I'm not, By the way, Beresofi. I just checked that out. I don't know if that's true. There is a Yoda species that's mentioned. Some people thought it was Yaddle. Here, I'm going to play it. Let me hear this. So this is with the 
green pointy-eared legendary Jedi Master, and then they literally ask about Yoda. Oh, he is talking about Yaddle. Wow. Okay. What? Where was this? But I don't think he. What scene is that? Yeah. It's it's it must be on a, it must be while you're pulling into a planet. Uh, I can send you this link. But the thing is, it doesn't have anything about her still being alive. But Grease uh, apparently wants to get it on with Yaddle. That's kind of what's implied. Weird. That's cool. I must yeah. have missed it in that nine-hour stream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know if it actually confirms anything, but yeah, she is definitely mentioned in the game. That's cool. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Um, thanks, Ryan. Possibility that Mando will be tracking. All right, we read that one. Sarah Leavitt says. Keeping the habit from last week by having my second super chat send tons of support to both of you. Thank you so much. Theory, your trailer for Revenge of the Sith emphasized my excitement for Star Wars again, and I miss having that hype. Thank you so much. That was made by Benny Productions, so it's not really my trailer, but um, he gave me permission to upload it. Uh, yeah, it's really cool having a modernized trailer like that. Some of them are really crappy. Some of them are really amazing, and I feel like this one made by Benny was really cool. So thank you for that. Jennifer says, seriously appreciating you two today and the commentary. I'm very curious over the Pascal departure rumor that's floated around a bit. Any thoughts? Yeah, so we touched on that. I think it was last week or the week before. Apparently, it's all resolved. I don't really yeah, know. Yeah, sounds what's... like it's all good. I don't really know if it's legit or like what it's really all about. Um, basically, he just wanted his face to be seen more is what the rumors are. But maybe yeah. it was like on the other guy's end where it was like in the contract that they were, he was supposed to see his face or I don't know, dude, it's drama to me. I don't yeah. Know. It's, a, yeah, we don't know for sure. I know that the initial report, I know that it was real. Like it did actually happen and there was a, a big conflict about it, mm -hmm. but it's hard to say if it was like being overblown when people reported it. I know some people accused uh, grace of essentially dropping that report when the trailer dropped on purpose which is fair. Maybe she did do that. You know what I mean? And that kind of sucks if that is the case. But uh, according to a lot of other people and some people that reached out to me, apparently it's all good. But yeah. you never really know. Yeah, you never know with these things. Who knows? Uh, Sasha Banks robes gave Barris vibes. Shape-shifting tech like Obi-Wan. Could she play a role? Oh, so some people actually increased the brightness of that scene with, um, with Sasha Banks. And... It seems like there's some weird CGI stuff going on with her hair. So they may have CGI'd it to look normal, or... I'm going to try to bring it up. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't be the first time Disney has changed things in a uh, in a trailer. You know what I mean? No, of course not. Uh, yeah, it's right here. Okay. Let's check this out. interesting you haven't seen this at all no no I haven't seen it okay huh. all right here you guys check it out so here it is uh, apparently like it just looks kind of strange with the hair um think you can see that 
It's almost like the hair is like coming over the robe, over the hood. Uh, I'm gonna have to wait for the. This is not even theme. a great photo. There was a, a much better one that was posted, but it just kind of seems like there was maybe some CGI going on there that I'm not really sure. What's, did they CGI the robe or? Okay, now I see it. Let's see here. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it's definitely possible that she is gonna look legitimately like Sabine in the show, and that yeah, wow, look at that, huh? Weird, hey. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So there's probably yeah they probably covered it up, dude. They probably covered it up to make it look like not cover the just hair color or something. Sabine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is really that's a really good find. Whoever did that. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah, someone emailed me though on that like when the trailer came out and I was like, oh yeah, weird. Mm. Didn't really cover that's it though. Weird. But yeah. yeah, interesting. Um. Mary Jade was written in the bathroom stall. That's all I've heard. Oh, yeah. So that apparently isn't canon because I, I asked Matt Martin about that on Twitter. Um, and apparently, like, someone just wrote that or something like that. Like some fan or something. Well, Matt Martin has contradicted himself a couple of different times. I, I really don't know how much Matt Martin actually knows about... Uh, no offense to you if you're watching Matt or whatever, but, like, I just... From what I understand... <laughs> Yeah, well, look, I just, I'll just be real oh, with you. I don't know how much these story group people, uh, like, legitimately know what's going on. Like, for instance, somebody literally brought up to Matt the whole thing that we were just talking about, about Ray's dad being a clone, and he legit said that's not true. He was like, no, that's not true. And, we're, and people were like, dude, it's literally in the novel. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so. What? Really? Oh, yeah, you can look it up. <laughs> and there's some other stuff, too. Well, he didn't work on episode nine, did he? No, no, he did not. But the idea would be that, like, somebody in the story group would sort of be an arbiter of the lore. And in all reality, I think the only person that's really like that is Pablo. And Pablo's just, like, that sweaty. He's just the, he's just sweaty. He just knows Star Wars like that. So, yeah, they don't exactly know uh, everything that's going on. I feel like there's different sects of the story mm -hmm. group. Well, you know, one of the greatest mysteries uh, over the last couple of years was what happened to Carrie Hart. You who's know, that? Do you know who? So Carrie Hart, uh, she was uh, a big, big part of the story group at first. She worked on Last Jedi. Uh, she's a black woman. You've probably seen her before. Um, she, she would, she's been on different things. She was at Celebration, et cetera, et cetera. She was quietly removed from the story group. And now she works for Ryan Johnson's company. And uh, that should have been big news. Why? Because the, the way that it was sort of talked about before she left was that Kiri Hart was essentially like a, the law of the land when it came to the story group. Like she was, get, she was calling shots. She was making story changes. She was doing all this sort of stuff. And then sort of gets quietly removed after like months after The Last Jedi and uh, I still, to this day, can't get a straight answer from people when I ask them. Do you think maybe they're like, oh, it's your fault? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, oh, look, okay. sometimes when things happen, like, heads got to roll, right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, she was probably just quietly let go of. But a lot of people, that's, she gets hired at Ryan Johnson's company. I mean, come on. Like, it's, it's pretty clear cut, I think, what, uh, what happened with that. Yeah, I guess Ryan liked her, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. For, for, I think he completely called the shots. I don't think anyone else 
had power I, over him at all. I agree. I agree. But I think some people like Akiri and like uh, Kathleen became sort of backers of him because I think there were other people that were pushing back. And I think there, the, what happened was there became some people in that regime that just backed Ryan because basically Kathy gives him the nod. She mm. was like totally taken by this guy. Like he like. He yeah, like she was him. she was she was very. Um, what's the word? She was just like hypnotized, dude. Like, yeah, she's like, you're 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 such a great storyteller. You really understand this stuff. You know what just like pops in my head, and it's kind of ridiculous. Have you ever heard of the story of Rasputin? You know about Rasputin, the Russian. Uh... Yeah, is Ryan Johnson kind of like a Star Wars version of Rasputin? Tell me the story again. So, so there's like a basic... song. So basically, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, Rasputin is just this Russian peasant. And uh, the czars uh, had a son that was all like crippled, and he actually had like a he had a blood like a something was wrong with his blood. He had like a blood condition, and so Rasputin was able to like like help this kid, and he basically like works his way into the royal family. Literally becomes like royalty just because the czars like totally yeah. He like kind of manipulates them, um, and just kind of gets in there. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. Is Ryan Johnson a little Star Wars Rasputin? I don't know. Well, no, I mean, the story that Mark told me when he, you know, interviewed Ryan was that uh, uh, Ryan actually went in to pitch his own spinoff for Star Wars. Be like, hey, I'd love to, you know, start make a Star Wars movie and direct it and write it. Um, and then they just handed him the keys for The Last Jedi. Crazy. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. He's just, he's literally just some guy before this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he, no, don't get me wrong. Like, he's done some good work. I liked Looper. But, like, to give him writing and directing on, like, arguably one of the biggest sequels of all time, like, I just, honestly, it's absurd the Kerblanche he got. You know what I mean? And here we are again. <laughs> yeah, right? talking about the sequels. Yeah. yeah Goddamn. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and you know what? It's, I'm not going to be silenced about talking about the sequels just because people want to get their panties in a bunch. And they're sure. going to be sensitive about it. Look, I, I, uh, I can talk about whatever I want to talk about as long as I'm being cordial and respectful and sure. not being an asshole. So that's that's. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, as long I'm as you're not comparing Ryan Johnson to Rasputin, you're probably okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't know much about Rasputin, so I, I shouldn't have done that. It's kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I just know he was in a song or something. That that was pretty, pretty much it. <laughs> um. No, man, look, I, I think, you know, it, it kind of speaks for itself when he goes in there and he's like, hey, I just want to make, you know, a Star Wars spinoff. What do you think about this? And it's like, we're actually making The Last Jedi. Here you go. Why don't you do that one? Sure. Yep. It's like, he would be an idiot to say no. I mean, uh, he's a filmmaker. Yeah. <laughs> You're handed the, the uh, Star Wars movie and the sequel trilogy of the Skywalker saga? Wow. Like, yeah. heck, Absolutely. anyone would take that. I agree. Anyway. Colin Trevorrow would have taken it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty pretty upset about it, and I I think one reason that they uh, didn't go with his script, um, from what I've heard, is because of Carrie Piss uh, Carrie Carrie Fisher's untimely right. passing, because uh, she was such a huge part of the script. Yep. She was really like the star of the of that episode. Yep. Um, I still argue that they could have uh, worked around that, just like they did with episode nine. In some sort of way, they could have re rewritten a lot of parts. Um, they didn't have to, you know, fire Colin, and they didn't have to completely abolish his script because I think his script was phenomenal. 
Yeah. Um, I want to go back is, in and read more of it because, like, again, like seeing the way you animated it, I was like, damn, okay, like there's some really cool stuff in this script. So I kind of want to go back and read it because my initial take on it was like, I feel as though this is just kind of popping off because the sequel trilogies were so divisive that people are looking at this other thing, which really isn't that great, but it's better than what we got. So people are like elevating it. But uh, there really does seem to be some true love of Star Wars in there. I think it in was there. amazing. I really yeah. do. I mean, we, we get Coruscant. We get we get all the planets from the prequels. We get him going back to the Jedi Temple. We get, like, and, and it's just, like, freaking Hux even is, like, a collector of lightsabers, and he kills himself with Mace Windu's lightsaber. Like, yeah, it's all awesome. these little things, it just shows there's more care and there's more of an overall understanding of Star Wars and especially with this Skywalker saga that brings, it's supposed to bring them all together yeah. in this ninth film, it exemplifies that in this script. Yeah, and um, he tries, and the thing is, too, apparently, George liked it. Really? Well, because he took it to George. Like, he's talked about this before, oh, and geez. he's talked about how, because he said something to the effect of, I didn't get to make the movie, but I got to write, a, a story that poured all of my love of Star Wars into it and I got to share that story with George Lucas and that's good enough for me. Wow. Is basically what he said. Yeah. Pretty yeah. cool. Well, like I said, George Lucas wasn't at the premiere for episode 8 or episode 9. Yep. That's all I need to say. Mm -hmm. There's nothing else I gotta say. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, anyways, uh, Sasha Banks' robes give Barris vibes. They do indeed. Mary Jade was written in the bathroom stall. In season one of the Mando, Quill confirms that the child wasn't a clone or strand cast. As Quill says, he worked in a gene farm. Well, I mean, he says he worked in a gene farm, but he also refers to Cara Dune as good stock. Mm -hmm. So I don't know that he conclusively says that the child is not a clone. Um, but yeah, I'll look in, I'll look back at it. That's possible. I think he confirms that the child wasn't a clone. Yeah, I definitely don't think so. I think, I feel like that would have been brought up when all 100%. of those series yeah, came out. But anyways, what the hell would he know? Uh, yeah. possible Mira took her baby and escaped to the temple. What baby though? Because it's baby not Yoda. Luke's. Ooh. <laughs> Dying. That'd be wild. Scandalous. Uh, Colleen, thank you for being a new member. JT, thank you. Uh, X says, as a big old EU, I still love the sequels hella. That's good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't want to take your enjoyment away from it. You know what I mean? Nor could but we. I think. Yeah, but I think, too, it's totally fair to recognize that you're in a minority. I mean, like, I can think of some movies. Like, I like um, Thor of the Dark World. I'm in a minority on that. You know what I mean? I think Age of Ultron is an incredible movie that's really overrated or underrated. Oh, I'm in you the like minority. Ultron? Yeah, exactly. But, like, so I can like it and then acknowledge yeah. that I'm in a minority. You know what I'm saying? Do you think sequel fans are in a minority? 100%, dude. And they don't even, I mean, look, I don't really want to necessarily, like, go hard on it. But they are in. They are not only in a minority; they're in a minority that they can't believe is a minority because mm -hmm. of things that are happening with social media. Because they're in these bubbles where they're getting reinforced, and they think it's a representative of like all these people. And look, I've looked at the data; it just plainly is not. So yeah, they're in a minority for sure. 
Yeah. I remember doing a poll on my channel. I think it got on the community tab. This was like months ago. I think it got like uh, 120,000 votes or, or 200,000 votes or something. Um, like, which trilogy do you like the most? And and the sequel trilogy had, a th it was like sub 5% or something. Or wow, sub sub 10%. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's believable Something to like me. that, yeah. And then I got called toxic for being um, a channel that caters only to the, to the prequels, which is complete bullshit. But yeah, it's ridiculous. Whatever. People like to spin their narratives all the time. Um, the new Star Wars book that comes out next week will set the record straight about Snoke. All right. <laughs> cool. <laughs> what book? Yeah. Yeah. Look, that the book ended when Ben Solo was just like, and just he was gone. Snoke's story ended when they said he was uh, 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 uh what was it? Just a bunch of spliced jeans put together. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Yep. Mike, which which book you talking about, bro? I'm ex I'm interested to know. Why don't you put it in the Discord? Let me know. Uh, Alfredo Nava says in Rogue One there's a list of. Empire projects like Project Darksaber may be connected. Yes. Yes. So I think yes, that, I that I don't know if it was actually called Project Darksaber. I think it was called Project Black Saber, which is actually not referring to the Darksaber. It is referring to something from the EU that was actually miniaturized Death Star Tech, which I think. Did then it say Black Saber? It didn't say Darksaber? It did not say Darksaber. Ooh. I remember. Because I remember having this argument before. Fair enough. Yeah, Black Saber is a code name for a data tape in the Galactic Vault. Yeah, Black What's Saber. What's the data tape? Uh, let's see here. Uh, Black Saber was first mentioned. Okay, so the the canon version they don't have much, but in Legends, I believe it was a like a base. So it was like a um, like a Death Star. But the huts, there was like this hut that had it, I believe. Okay. A hut. Interesting. Unrelated, but I want to ask you this. Would you be interested in making video games? Yes. I don't know when you're making films. You know something about narration and directing, and it also applies to creating video games. Yeah, so creating video games is something I'd really love to do. Um... So here's a list of the projects that I'm doing right now. Uh, I got a animation coming out regarding what you saw a clip of today that sequel fans got very, very upset about for whatever reason, mm -hmm. which they're going to be eating their words when they realize that it's actually a, a spoof on prequel fans making fun of them, uh, it, even though I am one. But leave it to sequel fans to be uh, jumping to conclusions as usual and, and very, very sensitive. Um, not all of you, but many of you. Um... So I got I got that animation coming, which is a um, a spoof on prequel fans being invited to a sequel themed party, and they don't know diddly squat about the sequels really all that much. They're, I mean, well, there's one in the group that knows a lot about it, and because uh, he just sees Star Wars as Star Wars, and um, without getting too into detail, you're gonna see some some funny interactions, and it's gonna be a part one, and um, eh, it's just something I thought of. I thought it would be funny, so I'm making it. And then we got the um, Duel of the Fates. We got more of the script that we're going to do. 
some cool scenes. Um, Vader cinematic, which I posted a picture of on the community tab for members only. And Vader episode two and three script is still being written and perfected and tidied up. And I'm looking at all the VFX stuff with my VFX lead right now. Um, Lots of VFX, I heard. Tons, yeah. Um, creating some lo-fi tracks uh, with Samuel Kim for you guys to listen to and vibe to and uh, study and chill. I want to bump those on my stream and like the intro and stuff, man. Yeah, I'm, they're, I'm they're, they're really yeah. good. Yeah, they're going to have nice backgrounds, interactive backgrounds, um, stuff for you guys to watch. Um, there's tons more coming that I'm not going to talk about yet, but you guys will see. Were you searching something? Before uh, I, I was looking for the Black Saber. I can't find the canon, or, or rather the Legends version. So. Oh, yeah, and also I want to make a um, Young Palpatine game for free. Ooh, that'd be dope. Yeah. Mobile game? Console? Computer? Computer, probably, yeah. Enrique, I can't, I can't read that. It's just, it's too. But I, I appreciate it. Um, it was something about the the Yoda and Yadel. Okay, slapping cheeks. <laughs> yeah. If you make one more thing from Legends Canon, if you make one thing from Legends Canon again. Oh, uh, are you asking what what would it be? I mean, Mara Jade's a pretty nice one. I was gonna say, yeah. Kind of been talking about her all all night. She's. She would be fantastic. Yeah, let's do Mare. Sure. Polyhedral, thank you so much. That was good stuff. JJ hated the prequels? Yeah, that's the word. Oh. GG. Ahsoka GG says no. Ray Kenobi. <laughs> I, I would love Ray Kenobi. Hmm. Let's see. JJ Abrams has made it quite clear he doesn't like the prequels. He said that he hated Vidaclorians. He wanted to show Jar Jar dead, and even made the first line of TFA. This will begin to make things right. That's true. Did you hear about that Jar Jar thing? He was going to put Jar Jar's bones into the sand in some of the scenes in uh, Force Awakens, just as a shot at uh, Jar Jar because he hates him that much. What? I done told you, bro. Mm -hmm. yep. Yep. <laughs> That's probably why he had the uh, Hosnian people look like prequel people. And then he just blew them all up. So, yeah. Are you going dark side over there? <laughs> Feeling the anger flow through you? Yeah. Yep. Moving on. <clears throat> Is it bad that I think there are too many Jedi alive? What do you mean? There's like no Jedi alive. They're dead. <laughs> it's time for the Jedi to end. Mm -hmm. Deadpool versus Palpatine, who would win? Uh, Josh, you take this one. Palpatine, easy, dude. Palpatine, Thank easy. You. 
Big love from Ireland Theory. Big love from Canada back. Have you checked out the Battlefront 2 modding community lately? Would love to see your stream. Uh, see you stream some more of the mods. I haven't lately, no. Hmm. But they've always done a really fantastic job with the, with the mods there. Uh, Profan says, what if, what I mean is if one Yoda family had a kid and was force sensitive and another family the same, they can't reproduce only if they had the force. Oh, okay. Maybe, but that's not really, I mean, yeah, I don't know. What if pink lightsabers become canon? Thoughts? Cool. Yeah, I'm with it. Yeah, sure. Uh, Theory, did you know that in Season 7 when Rex is looking at the picture in the barracks that Fives, Echo, Cody, and Rex were in Phase 2 armor, but in the show, Echo never had Phase 2 armor when he died? Oh, interesting. Well, that's because originally they the, the whole ending was different. So in the animatronics that we saw in 2015 at Anaheim, uh, they're different. And there was something shady going on with Echo and uh, th he was going to stay with the clones and not go with the Bad Batch. That that was a, a retcon from those animatronics. I like that he went with the Bad Batch. It's cool. Hell yeah. It's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, because yeah, now he's like, you know, him. he's like a mutant. Yep. He's more powerful. Sorry, I missed the... Sorry, I... What? Sorry, I didn't... Bet I confused you. Sorry, man. That confuses me as well. <laughs> On popular opinion, they should have recast Leia... Finishing her story would have been the best tribute to Carrie. Dude, I agree with that. They could have had her daughter play, just like they did in Rogue One. They could have, but Meryl Streep would have done a great Leia, too. Meryl Streep's an incredible actress, dude. She would have done it. And you could have actually, like, totally... Like, that's the thing. You would have believed it? Like, Right, because there's... Dude, I'm sorry. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. I get that they wanted to do this thing, and it's you know has all this sentimental value, period. It doesn't look good. So I don't think it really honored her all that much anyway. So I think they should have just had Meryl Streep come in, do Leia's character justice. That's that's what I would have done. It would have pulled me out of the story, man. I wouldn't have been able to believe it. Maybe. It wouldn't Maybe. have wouldn't have worked for me. Yeah, you just don't know. But but would it really have been that much worse than what we got though? At least it was her. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But Do you I think really if they brought her in, then we could have gotten Duel of the Fates? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And Meryl Streep is like, dude, Meryl Streep's an incredible actress. She's literally better, better than Carrie Fisher. I know like some people might, uh, but dude, it's not even close. Like Meryl Streep is like something like 10 times uh, the actor that so Carrie was. What you're saying is like they should have just done the whole Dumbledore thing. Yeah, absolutely. That I that to me would have honored the character better than false promises about being able to take this technology and and recreate this performance, which just clearly didn't work. Um, yeah, I I would have preferred it that that way. I can appreciate your view. I just think it would have taken me out of it completely. And you know what? You're you might be right. Like it might yeah. have just totally just not felt right well and that's the problem is like if the performance would have been sure phenomenal but i would have just been sitting there and i'd be like remembering the whole time that carrie fisher isn't here anymore and it would just it would just take me out of the story yeah um but it would have told the story better because we would have had her able to do you know things that 
were revolving around the script instead of revolving yeah. the script around the footage that we had left of uh, our princess. So it's it's yeah. that's the tough part. Um, apologies, Rex and Cody had phase two, and when Echo died, they had phase one in the picture. Rex was looking at. Uh, I don't know what your other other message went. Spoiler: Snoke's book was cut into two chapters. Wait, what? What? Snoke's book? What's what? What, what do you mean his book? Yeah, what? What is this? Snoke's book. Snoke's book. Is that like a comedy on? Eighteen hours, nine hours ago from IGN. New Star Wars book clears up mystery about Snoke's origin. Oh yeah, this isn't a. This is like a. What is this? It's like a dictionary kind of book. This is exactly what we were talking about before. This is this is hundred percent what we were talking about. That he was made on uh, Exegol. That he was kind of created. Are you, you looking know. at CBR? Uh, I'm on IGN. Every but... new force power to do what? Um, Kylo Ren killed the leader of the First Order in Star Wars. <sighs> the last Jedi before the mysterious rulers. Here, let me bring this up on the screen here. <clears throat> yeah, this isn't. What is this? Uh, is this is a book? It's not a novel. Yeah, it's not a novel though. It's like a dictionary book or something. I thought it was like a novel. Oh, what? Snoke? Wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold, hold up. Snoke has free will? Let me see this. The book also notes that Snoke has free will, but his actions and goals are still orchestrated by Sidious. This provides an explanation why Snoke appeared to be operating free of any outside influence. As first shown in Star Wars The Force Awakens, despite the later revelation that he was creation of Palpatine. What? Yeah. But to me, it why, just why clone? Why go through all that? Didn't he? Didn't he want to like put his transfer his essence body. into right. Snoke? Yeah. So he has free will now. So he's his own person. So is he just? Know. He's just like a, he's just working under Sidious now. I'm very confused. I don't understand. <laughs> yep. I don't even know what this new book is. I just this don't... book also notes that Snoke has free will, but his actions and goals are still orchestrated by Sidious. This provides an explanation why Snoke appeared to be operating free of any outside influence, as first shown in Star Wars The Force Awakens, despite the later revelation that he was a creation of Palpatine. Snoke was never shown to be a Sith, with the book noting Snoke denies any Sith lineage as an artificial construct. This would be true... But the character did exhibit force-like powers, including sensing the emotions of others, the ability to move objects, and force lightning, a power historically known to be used by the Sith. The entry also observes the traditional Sith-master-apprentice relationship is bypassed by the way of Snoke's creation, stating Palpatine's sidesteps the tradition of a dark side apprentice slaying his master to ascend. Ironically, this is what actually happened, appeared to happen once Ben killed Snoke in The Last Jedi, mm -hmm. but the revelation of Palpatine's resurrection in The Rise of Skywalker undid that notion. 
Yeah, this is just too messy. Like this is it, so messy, dude. What the heck does this mean? Yeah, and like Snoke is just I'm period not interested. Like it, it, after I found out that he was just like a, a puppet, like my interest completely vanished. Let me let me, like let, I, me let me read this whole thing here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the book appropriately titled The Star Wars Book contains an entry on Snoke sharing new information on the character's origin and background. The authors describe Snoke as a part of an artificial species known as a genetic strand cast concocted by the resurrected Darth Sidious to be his proxy in power. Right, but wasn't he concocted to be uh, um, his vessel? Well, it kind of seems like he was trying to clone himself to be his vessel, right? Because that's what Ray's father was. He, Ray's father was a failed clone because it, didn't, it, it lived, but it didn't have any force sensitivity. Dude, like... Can we get some napkins to like clean this up? Like, what what is this? Yeah, and I don't understand why this what, like Star Wars book. Like, what? I, like, what? Why do they keep? They just need to leave it alone. Like, there's no reason for them to be like going in there and continuing to try to explain it. You know, it feels like somebody that's just like, oh no no no, you don't get it, you don't get it. And like, the Rise of Skywalker you know, opens with Ben locating the Sith Wayfinder, which allows him to journey to the Sith world of Exegol in search of the source of the mysterious voices in his mind that still plague him. Despite killing Snoke, once there, Ren discovers a vat filled with cloned bodies of Snoke, allowing that the villain was in fact a manufactured entity, as Palpatine claims. Right. The book also notes, notes Snoke's, Snoke has free will, but his actions and goals are orchestrated by Sidious. That seems like a oxymoron. Very, what? <laughs> like that's like an oxymoron. That's like he's got free will, but he's basically just going to do everything. This is I'm getting some like Dragon Ball Z, Bobbity vibes, Vegeta. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. it's funny. I actually did talk about that leading up to Rise. I was like, wouldn't that be so cool if like the Force energy, you know what I mean, from from uh, Ben and Ray and the coming back was going to fuel Palpatine's return. Like, I literally talked about that. I was like, just like Bobby. Well, That's you know crazy. what? This, when he, this leaker told me, uh, dude, the most bizarre thing, I mentioned it in a few streams ago, was uh, regarding his name, which I'm not going to mention. He doesn't even have a name. It's like a... Anyways, you go to his website, and it's literally just a landing page with um, a symbol, an image of the animal that his handle was um so if it's a gopher it's you know welcome to the gopher whatever blah 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 if it's a snake it's it's a snake and it was it there was no other link there was no other nothing it was just that was it i was like what the hell is this why would you be paying for a domain of this like it makes no mm -hmm. sense and he said and i i i think that maybe this is you know just someone from disney that was like leaking things to people to see the fan interaction and engagement you know before the last shit i would come out um he said that Snoke was an, an ancient being that was resurrected during Order 66 when all of the energy of the dead Jedi went into the air and he absorbed that energy and uh, like a vampire came to life. That would have been so cool, dude. Yeah. Like a Darth Nihilus kind of thing. Yeah. Like just yeah. He, he, yeah. he was sleeping for thousands of years and he felt this energy and all of a sudden um, well, was able thought, to, to absorb it. 
That would have been amazing. I also thought there was a, there was a really cool theory about how he could have been a fallen Will. Oh, right. Yeah, that would have been really cool, too. That would have been so cool. Like, literally, that's the story of Satan, right? The fallen angel, yeah. right? The fallen yeah. Will. Yeah. That would have been incredible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it would have tied into Georgia's stuff, too. Yeah. Interesting. What, what was this book called? The Star Wars book by Cole Horton, Pablo Hidalgo, and Dan Zer goes on sale October 20th. Well, I'm going to have to order that one. Let's see here. Amazon. The Star Wars book. Why is it called the Star Wars book? Interesting. I don't know. Um, expand your knowledge of a galaxy far, far away. Is that what this is? That's what they say, yeah. October 20th, yeah. Pre-order. Boom. Hey, wait, wait. I also, want the, I also want the Kindle. I wonder if there's any juicy stuff in Boom. there from Mando, because Mando comes out 10 days later. Wouldn't that be crazy? Maybe. There's like some spoilers in there. Yeah, just ordered it. Cool. Cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. I don't need the physical copy. That's all right. Yeah, I might just check out what people say on Reddit about it. I'm going to be honest. Well, I got I it know. now, so I'm going to be making videos on the 20th. There you go. So, yeah, interesting. Well, um, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Mike, for letting me know about that book. I didn't even know yeah. about it. Um, hundred percent. It's kind of does, a... does Pablo have you blocked on Twitter? I don't think so. Let me check. I don't think he has me blocked, but it's like you keep this person's tweets are private or something like that. So, do he block everyone? He might have. Does ever even talk to him? Yeah. Is it I've never Pablo Hidalgo? Oh yeah, it's locked. These tweets are protected. Only confirmed followers. Yeah, he probably just over it, dude. You know, because mm. the thing is, the thing that was crazy about Pablo is he used to try to answer a ton of people right. and actually give them like kind of cool information. That's that's sort of like where he. Yeah, I remember like, that. I remember that, man. Yeah, I was like, oh, that sweet. Was a good this guy's pace. actually like, giving out sweet information. This is cool. Mm -hmm. Kind of like Matt Martin does. Yeah, and then he then he clamped it down. So yeah, I was wondering. I'm like, what does that mean? Does that mean I'm blocked? Like, what did I? Do? I've never even talked to him. I just, yeah. I, yeah. Locking it down. What can you do, man? Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, let's wrap it up here. Sounds good. Sounds good. Mandalorian hype. More hype on the way. If there's like a trailer and stuff, we'll obviously talk about that next week. And uh, there's there's plenty. There's gonna be some plenty of Star Wars stuff to be talking about in the next couple weeks and months. Yeah, indeed. Yo, Master Stevo, what up, man? You master theory, you the man. Who got the winning... Who you got winning this fight? Qui-Gon, Yoda, Anakin versus Palp Small. The count. Uh, Palps. So wait, it's Palps and Maul versus who? No. Yoda. Oh, is, oh it is. Oh, Qui-Gon, Yoda, Anakin versus Palp Small. The count. Oh, I, I mean, would if you throw say, Anakin in there, it's over. Yeah, well... I, it is prime. Yoda and Anakin at once? That's too tough. Yeah, it's too much. But I mean, you know, Sidious did beat all of them pretty much. Uh, would you want to see a movie about the First Order, uh, about the First Force user or the Jedi? Yeah, absolutely. 
I think more stuff about Jedi would be cool. I would consider myself a sequel fan, and I'm so excited to see your animation. <laughs> I can't understand why some sequel fans would jump to conclusions because you said you, because because you said we're in a minority. However, I couldn't be more excited at all. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'm not sure if you guys are in a minority. The way I see it on social media is uh, seems like the the sequel dislikers are in the minority. Really? Dude, anytime you mention anything about the sequels, there's just like a, a pack of wolves come at you and they're just like right, very right, angry, but... very defensive. And it's like, dude, I'm, yeah. I cannot like it. It's, I'm not saying anything bad. I'm not saying you suck. I'm just saying I don't like it. Like, Yeah, I don't know. That I, that might be a little bit kind of unique to your experience just because, you know, you are who you are and, and you have this big following and it kind of becomes a lightning rod for it. Um, hmm. yeah, I don't know. I, I really think that, uh, that it is the minority, but it's hard, it's hard to say per se, you know, I think that's part of the difficult thing. Uh, here's my honest opinion, man. I think that around the time of the last Jedi, it was actually a little bit closer where it was like, it, it, it believe it or not, it was actually a little bit closer where there was still a lot of sequel fans. And I think episode nine really broke a lot of people. I mean, it is literally the lowest rated star Wars by Rotten Tomatoes. And uh, a lot of Raylos absolutely hated it. Uh, a lot of people like you and me kind of took the rose-colored glasses off, but were like, ooh, you know. Um, Wait, so. Raylo fans hated Episode Nine? Absolutely, they did. Yeah. Why didn't? Because they killed Ben. Oh. And because they the and because it's kind. I mean, in their opinion, it's kind of trash. So they love. I could roll with them and with, with that. Yeah, I don't yeah. think Ben should have died. Yeah. Raylos, I got you, bro. I'm I'm a Raylo now. <laughs> Does that make me Raylo? Uh, maybe, maybe. Because I didn't uh, want Ben to die. I mean, sure. What is I, a Raylo? I didn't. Raylo is someone who ships uh, Ray and Ben together, but that that they're. But that fandom is like the, that, what? That they're, they're like hot for each other. Or? Oh, absolutely. That's yeah, that, yeah. that's that's all Raylos are. Well, I don't know, man. It's hard to say. I, I've been educated by Raylos in the past. I, I at one time considered myself a Raylo because I thought it was cool and hot. And uh, there was all if you've ever seen those Vincent Vendetta videos, like there was actually some really compelling mythological stuff that was going on there. But then, honestly, like a lot of fandoms, it got just out of control. People got over defensive. There's a lot of gatekeeping. Uh, I remember I did the theory about Ray having a child in episode nine and uh, the possibility of like a force birth. And I got like destroyed. All these Raylos like came for me because like that's. Like, Ray didn't choose that, you know what I mean? Whatever. And, uh, yeah, so I, I think, like, a lot of communities, uh, a few bad mean, apples. What do you mean Ray didn't choose that? What do you mean? Like, so if she were to be, if she were to have a child sort of put into her. In so, the like, Shmi. Correct, yes. But uh, that is not uh, optically what uh, some people would want for that character. And so they, they, they took issue with that. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> they took serious issue with it. I think is what I should say. But uh, I don't see the problem. That's, look, I don't. That's how Shmi. I, don't nothing, I think Shmi's a great character. What's wrong with Shmi? Well, the Shmi didn't choose it either, right? Which I, I to me, and I would always argue with people. I'd be like, optics doesn't exist in mythological storytelling. You know, Zeus ate all his children, or his father ate all the children. Like it's, it's we're not actually talking about people here. This, it, these are fictional characters. They're fake. Right. Exactly. But some people were like. 
how could they do that? How could they do that to a female character? Give her a child that she didn't ask for. Turn Ray into a walking womb, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. To me, it's a lot of. Uh, oh, drama. I see now. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. I, okay. 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 I see. Yeah. No, that's not. That's. I don't think that Look, I don't see it like that. Yeah, I don't either. But people are allowed. I mean, it's cool. Like you know, if you if you if that's something you'd be really upset about, like you know, who am I to tell you you're crazy? Like seeing uh, her as like an object. Correct. Yeah, correct. But like to me, the thing is like stories and characters go through all sorts of stuff that they don't choose. I don't like, see you it like Luke that. I, 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 if if yeah. if she is the one to give birth to a force sensitive being that is going to be the next chosen one, like Anakin Skywalker was, which is what Star Wars is all about. Yeah. What's derogatory with that? There's nothing derogatory for it. In fact, it's a miracle. Birth and motherhood is a miracle. It's a beautiful part of family. It's a beautiful part of our species. It's a beautiful part of our mythology. Um, but there are certain people that just have different ideas about that. I mean, if the force, if that's her destiny, then that's, that's if the writers were to write that, which I've seen why, rumors of of, right. of of her having a kid in episode nine, um, to follow suit with Shmi Skywalker, yeah. Um, then that's the way they write it. I mean, I'm not happy with the way the way they they wrote Luke, but they did. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I that's kick when, and like, scream me as and much as I want, but it doesn't change me, anything. Me, right. Me and the Raylas went a different way after that, though. Where I was like, I got all the crazy coming at me, oh, and I was like, I was like, okay, I'm out. Oh. I wasn't aware you had this relationship with them. Yeah, we don't have to really talk about it, but yeah, no, it was a thing at one point for sure. Fair enough. Well, hey, it's all love now, though. That's good. Anyway, so my question is: Does that make me a Raylo if I, if I, if I want Ben to be alive? Because I don't do really, want, I, I, I don't understand what is a Raylo. Is is do you just, want Ray and Ben to have a romantic relationship? If it fits the story, sure. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you'd be a Raylo then. A Raylo is someone that's like really wants them. To have a romantic relationship, like really wants them. To. I think it would be cool. Yeah, I think it'd be dope. Yeah, especially in the Last Jedi when when he extended his hand to her, I think that would have been. Oh, sweet. it would have been great if he yeah. took if she took that hand. And they became yeah, my... like emperor and empress. Like that would have been badass. Absolutely. And my thing was there was something cool about this dark side figure being drawn to this light side beacon. It reminded me a lot of Bashalin Revan, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I was like, this feels like Bashalin Revan. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of parallels between that. Uh, there was this big theory that they were a reverse of Anakin and Padme, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting. Um, and so, yeah, there's been some really cool, and, and some of the women and men that were Raylos did some really interesting, like, journals and uh blogs about mythology and different tropes you know there was like the death and the maiden trope um there's there's all this like greek stuff there's some really interesting stuff that was done uh in that community uh but unfortunately a few bad eggs kind of ruined the bunch on social media some of them are just really ridiculous mm. there's a lot of bad eggs everywhere you know prequel mm. fans sequel fans original fans yep, yep. um just like humans, there's just there's just bad people everywhere, but there's also really good people everywhere. So it's it's, yep. you know. And then there's good people that have bad days, and then they seem like bad Absolutely. people. Absolutely, there's unstable yeah. people. There's people with negative thoughts. There's people mm-hmm. humans, humans yep. as we are. Uh, I'd consider myself a sequel fan. Oh right, we we read that. Thank you. 
Um, Matt says, hey, Star Wars Theory, my wife and I watch your videos. Thank you for all your content. Please give a shout out to Jen and Matt. Yo, shout out to Jen and Matt. Yo, yo, Thanks for watching Jen the content. Matt. 15 years since Revenge of the Sith, Obi-Wan show is almost here, unreal. Right. I think it's going to come out in 2022 after Celebration. Dude, that'd be great. Yeah, because then that'd they'd have a great. panel on it, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man. Uh, almost done here. Oh, no, I lied. <laughs> I scrolled down and, uh, uh, how far back do you think Maul knew Anakin was the key to everything possibly during the Anakin drop scene way back in the Phantom Menace? No. No. He discovers it at the end of Clone Wars. That's the whole yeah. thing when he realizes the plan. He doesn't even know. Corey says, hey guys, great stuff. Let's talk about Cal Katarn. He's one of my favorite Legends EU characters. Would you love to see... What would you love to see made with him? A revamped JK2. Yeah, I mean, he'd be great, dude. He is essentially what Finn was, kind of, but then they went a weird way with Finn. But essentially, Finn is a Kyle Katarn character. Right. So, yeah, I mean, to see Kyle actually, you know, a little bit more like the Kyle we know would be great. That would be awesome. Reminds me of Dash Rendar, too. I really like that character. That would oh, be a great like character. Dash. You're like, Dash, do the Outriders such a cool ship? Oh, my God. Love me some Dash. Been catching up on Vader comic series you did three years ago. It would be awesome to see Vader versus Master and Fila in charge of the past. Appreciate all. Yeah, we might have a character that looks like him. We'll see. Uh, I wish I could just, like, show the script to you guys because it's, it's pretty cool. I like it so far a lot. And I'm pretty skeptical on my, my own work. I'm pretty cynical. So for me to be happy about this is it's good. Nice. Yeah getting a lot of uh, feedback from people uh, that I'm working with on it and um, yeah it's cool I, I gotta send it to you yeah man I would love to check it out gotta have sure. you sign that NDA and yep, send it over boom, bang. Yep. It's, it's episode 2 and 3 in this one so Whoa, yeah. Okay. yeah start cool. to finish yeah yeah do Sabrina and Ezra uh, view each other as just friends nah dude they, they love each other 100% Durga the Hutt had Darksaber super weapon, Legends. Yeah, that's it. That's the one, yep. You guys are awesome. I love The Last Jedi, but Episode Nine served no one. Trevorrow's Nine would have been interesting, but Rise of Skywalker was the worst Star Wars movie, making the sequels the worst trilogy. Unfortunately, a lot of people feel that way. And uh... Dude, and John loved The Last Jedi, and he's here. Thank you, John. 100%. Appreciate it, man. It's a good Snoke explanation. EU took decades to give Palps a clear backstory. He's a failed clone like Ray's dad, but still obeyed Palps' orders. Yeah, it's kind of weird, dude. I, don't I just don't like it. I, I just don't like it. Like, there's, it's, it feels so like. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's like, it's feels Why do you have to weasley. explain it now? Yeah, nope, dude. They definitely don't. It's like you make a movie, you, you take our opinion of this character over here, then the next one you take it here, and then you kill him. So then you just take it to nowhere, but then in the, the ninth one, then you take it over here again. And then now in this book, you're taking it somewhere else where it's like, okay, he, he, we established he is a clone that Palpatine was going to put his vessel into or control or something, but now he has free will, but yet he still does the orders. It's like, well, I, I don't know. Is he Lobot? Like, I don't, like, what is They're it? basically just trying, that literally just feels like a patchwork retcon that's yeah. meant to explain possible <clears throat> confusing points that's it yeah tell me about the ring dude i want to know more about that ring yeah it would be nice for feloni to fulfill his promise to continue barris story by having her in the mandalorian yeah what the hell happened to her 
Varys is in jail. Could you consider animating the scene from Ahsoka novel where she kills the sixth brother? Not enough people know of the novel. Love the channel. And I'd love to do that, actually. It'd be really cool. Yeah. I will do that. I will do that. Just for you, Dixie. I want Ben alive and not dating Ray. That's the diff. <laughs> <laughs> Heard that. Heard that. I love the name. Ahsoka Skywalker. Screw Ray. That's the name. <laughs> Ray killed Palps. Isn't that exactly what Palps wanted? Is Ray's story truly over? Right, and that's that's what I always argue too, is that she did kill him. So what, just because she didn't use a blade? Like, does that make any difference? Yeah, are we really led to believe that, yeah. I mean, and besides, I mean, like, even if she, even if that didn't happen, like, Palpatine could have just squirmed away in another body, in another contingency, you know, it could, it could go on forever. Um, but yeah, I, look, I want them to do more with Rey, but I think she should just be a mentor character, you know, like just have her mentor some new Jedi or something or, or come in later on. I think a little distance will do. Mentor awesome. what? She's never trained. Well, I mean, she's technically she technically was a student of Skywalker. She studied the last Jedi text. She was trained by Leia, I guess. And uh, she is technically the blood of uh, the most powerful Sith that ever lived. Yeah. So uh, there's, there's some stuff she could teach probably. Yeah, I suppose. Alex says, do you think the Obi-Wan series will take place 16 or 17 years after Revenge of the Sith or will it be like, no, so it's going to take place. Someone said eight. Yeah. Seven or eight years. Yeah. Yeah. So eight years after episode three. Or do you think it'll be like The Witcher sharing important events during the exile? I think first could be perfect. Um, 16 or 17 years is too far. It's too different of a Kenobi than we know. So yeah. I think seven, eight years is, is oh, even too long. Oh, you know what? <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with you. I don't know. Uh, they could do some Witcher stuff with with uh, flashbacks for sure. Because um, the Clone Wars stuff, I think, is clearly going to be a flashback. 100%, yeah. Yeah, so maybe he's just having like bad dreams. Like I, one of the things I'm really interested in is seeing uh, Ewan's performance of uh, Obi Wan at that time, really just mourning. I mean, he's going to be mourning Anakin. He like yeah, he's he, going to be messed up. Yeah, he's going to be so messed up, and that's going to be really cool to see. Yeah, I want to see some nightmare dreams. Mm-hmm. Excited for hopeful future no- novel animations. Would love to see you two with Mark and call it a rule of nerd theory. That's theory. not bad. Do you think Vader's genitals survived the burns from Vader's defeat on Mustafar? Nah. That's why he's so mad. The Dark Empire trilogy books would be would have explained the clones better if they went with the route and left Ray out of the story. Yep, I agree. I agree with that. You the man. Thanks, Dixie. I'm going to love bringing that to life from the novel okay guys we're gonna wrap it up thank you so much for your time today this was the longest podcast i've ever done on the channel uh, oh really yeah two hours ten minutes record breaking records yeah, we over covered here. a ton of stuff that's the thing with these podcasts you never know where we're gonna lead to we covered a whole bunch of new stuff especially with this snoke book that's coming out um at the end here so um thank you for tuning in all of you we kept over 2000 live viewers 2500 i think was like the top and that's that's pretty awesome just for two dudes two nerds talking yeah man i love it's it pretty, it's 
It's beautiful. I love, I love it. it. I love it. Yeah. We're going to be turning these um, into Spotify episodes as well eventually. Um, I actually have a meeting tomorrow uh, with uh, the company that had my podcasts on Spotify. Um, not podcasts. We're turning all of my videos into podcast episodes on Spotify. So that will be coming back to you guys because I know a lot of you with late night shifts enjoy that. So stay tuned for that. We're going to turn this one into a podcast episode as well. And tons more to come. Make sure you subscribe to Josh at The Den of Nerds and to me if you're not already. Josh? It's been a pleasure, my friend. And Rahul, follow Theory back. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to beg you. Um, Yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. Later, everyone. Love you. May the force be with you. Always.